Hello, listening people. Hey, hey, hey. You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Slowinski. And I'm the other one, Big Bartek. Big Bartek? Yep. Is that what, they, is that what the ladies call you? Well, Ryan, it depends on the context. Oh, good, good. What context? Um, if I'm out and about, it's just Bartek. But when I'm in bed, they say, wow, he's a big sleeper. He's Big Bartek. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where I expected you to go. I'm very happy about that. So, we are spit and Polish. Likingly, because we are always spitting. And yes, we are both Polish. Mm, it's a good it's good wordplay there, you know. If you haven't heard it before, you'll hear it again if you listen to any other episodes. You just need to throw some Zs in your name, right? <laughs> there you go. Um, Bartek... Yes. On our show that we are doing currently, the one that's called Unappreciated Masterpieces... Presented by, by the us. Polish Spitters. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talk about movies, but... Yeah, we talk about them in an audio commentary fashion. What are the type of movies? What is an unappreciated masterpiece? They are the special type of greatest films ever made, where they're the ones that you don't think are the greatest films ever made, and also you don't think full stop about them it about felt like you, sentence. it felt like you were <laughs> giving the audience subliminal messaging there it's like they're the ones that you don't think about but you are the ones who don't think it's like he's telling you to think guys donate to the show is then when we do the episodes <laughs> we talk about these films and we talk about why they are the greatest films ever made while also discussing why People don't realize that. Mm, I subscribe to that idea. You know, it's it's really good. You know, if I'm glad that you agree with review us on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, and you know, I really think that what you're saying is like the Facebook page, and that is really great because the films that we cover deserve more conversation, as does our podcast from you and. We are really glad to be covering an unappreciated masterpiece in this episode. Unfortunately, I don't know what the unappreciated masterpiece is. It could be anything. It could be I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it Thunderpants? You want to do Thunderpants again? <laughs> well, you can do it again. Only uh, if let's you do old, know, let's only do old if you know again. why he goes to the music academy. Oh, I don't know the answer to that. Still, okay. well, we'll come back to that. Th- Thunderpants later. <laughs> Come back to fat Thunderpants. Thunder- Look, I know Patrick Smash was a chunky kid, but no, leave I him said, alone. I he said, had two stomachs. I said Thunderpants. <laughs> oh, 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 it's like the Phantom of the Opera, but of Thunderpants. Phantom, uh, if it was spelled with an F. Phantom Thread, but it's Thunderpants, but Daniel Day-Lewis is Patrick Smash. <laughs> that would be the fucking best. And you still keep Rupert Grint in the movie as himself. Okay, but what would, what would, what would Bruce Cook do? Well, Bruce Cook would be in the actual Phantom Thread. Okay. As Daniel Day-Lewis' character. So, just jumping back a bit, you said you didn't know what the movie would be. No, I don't know, I don't know. What is it? You didn't know that we are doing Grube Albert? <gasps> Grube Albert? Grube? <laughs> is that what you said? Grube. Grube. G-R-U-B-Y. Grube. 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 <laughs> I don't speak... I like your R. I don't speak Polish. You know, just like the first film we did, Duzze Grube Kwamsong. Ah, that's right. We're going all the way back to our first episode, Big Fat Liar. So, live this film must be that we're doing in this episode must be 
It must be. It's either Big Albert, uh, oh, Fat Albert, don't, 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 or don't. Liar Albert. Oh, 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 I got it. It's Kangaroo Albert. Oh, I didn't think of that. No, it's mm. Thunder Albert. Oh, just just Albert. So we're doing the classic Thunder Albert. Bend Albert. Please don't. Uh, Surf Albert. So I don't speak Polish. So what are you saying Meet to me? Albert. Uh, the film that we are doing, Grube Albert. Ryan, Grube means fat. So the oh. answer was actually B of the three, or B of the C. Fat Albert from 2004. The three was the correct one, by the way. <laughs> the B of the C? That sounds well, like... Well, if a, it was the two of the That's three. a poem waiting to write <laughs> itself. The B of the C. We are joined by the B of the C of the show. Wait, you didn't react to the film Wait, that we're doing. What? Oh, Albert. Fat Albert. Oh, Fat Albert. The one from, you know, the, the, the mid-2000s? Yeah, same year as the one we did last year, week. 2004? Yeah. Oh my god, with with Keenan? Yeah, Keenan. And No Kel. No Kel. But do we have the C, the B from the C who <laughs> loves Kel from the L? You mean the Bill Cosby? <laughs> do we have Bill Cosby on the show? He's a BC, Bill Cosby, so you know. Oh, not before Cosby. <laughs> you know, point. the innocent times before we knew well, you know, what he was. Our guest was born after Cosby. So, Ooh, so, we, though, so, but, so they okay. They might have a lot of perspectives on the Fat Albert mythos. I, th- I, you know what? Don't quote me on this, but I think he could do a decent Bill Cosby impression. Um, is it Bill Cosby? Because he could do a really good impression <laughs> of himself. No, we are joined by not Bill Cosby. Oh, don't really? confuse him with Bill Cosby. Yes, okay, damn. Very different to Bill Cosby. You know, different. no uh, sugar, no sugar, no sugar. His name's Reese McKenzie. You may remember him from such great episodes as Pootie Tang, in which we revealed he's a child molester, so not too different from Re- Bill Cosby. Revealed or just sort of pointed the <laughs> and, finger. And in, in race. No, you pointed the finger no, in an on. illegal location. All right. Well, look, what, it, let's talk about other episodes that I've been in, such as Land of the Dead. Oh, the one, one where you described if Jesus was Greek. All right, uh, another one. <laughs> where uh, over her dead body. Oh, the one in which you had a 45-minute long argument with myself about if we should drop cats, uh, the side that you agreed with Bartek right. on, and then betrayed what? him halfway through because you couldn't decide what your actual moral stance Look, was. That, that Classic. Was, it was a mis- Okay, I don't know what it was, but... <laughs> you want to go to Thunderbirds? Sure. F-A-B, F-A-B. And that's what I say to you guys, because F-A-B means... Fat Albert Brothers. For always Fat Albert Brothers, you have to get your copy of Fat Albert from 2004. You have to have a copy of it. You sync it up with us. I do a countdown from three... I go three, two, one, play, and you say, and you press play. You don't say, play. I mean, you could say it when you pr- press it. You could be like, play. Although in this episode, Ryan's gonna say three, two, one, hey, hey, hey. No, I'll just say play. Okay. And then maybe say oh, hey, hey after. Go on, right? No, yeah. but no. do they play when you say play, or the last hey, or the second hey? Play. You you you, yeah. you do it like always, guys. So get ready with your copy because we're gonna start this in three, two, one, play. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa, all that those haze were different. That was pretty good. That's how he does them, isn't it? Uh, it is, it's, like, it's like, 
<laughs> no, shut! I'm oh, sorry. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. That's how Bill Cosby does it now. You know, now he's an old dying well, blind man. No, because man. when he walked out of court that one time, he did the hey hey hey. Did he? Yeah. You kidding me? Really? Yeah, you didn't hear about this? No. No, I don't keep up to date with Bill Cosby. I only he found out the other day that he's blind. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think he's blind. Yeah, I think he's, that's he's why totally I think. Blind, yeah. I, I think last year, one of the days where he left court. He just randomly said, hey, hey, hey. And everyone in the news was like, why the hell did he do that? Because he's Fat Albert. Exactly. And if you don't know Fat Albert, well, you're going to learn a lot about him from the Fat Albert movie, the live action movie Um, on the cartoon that was created by Bill Cosby and Friends. Just look at these credits. They're just like Comic Sans back in the day when they were popular, you know? Well, it was the early days, you know? Don't you like the animation for this? It's obviously different to the original cartoon from the 60s. Yeah, that took me by surprise. this has what you would call the uh, proud family animation style. Yeah, when it was sort of 2D, but it was an advanced form of 2D animation. Yeah, I mean, the proud family's got a lot more of a, a unique artistic style. Like, similar enough, but you have characters that are blue. Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. So It's like Doug. Just like Doug. But Doug, you know how in Doug... There are lots of people who are, like, green and blue and different yeah, colours. In the Proud family, there's, like, one... There's only two characters who are twin sisters that are blue. Mm-hmm. And there's one chick who's kind of greenish, but she's kind of black. I don't know. It's a very confusing show. Yeah. But you know what isn't confusing? What isn't confusing, Ryan? Fat Albert. Oh, snap. Hey, hey, I dropped some information on you. Inflammation. Inflammation on you. Uh, that's... that's Oh, here are some of my favorite characters. <laughs> what, Heather and Becky? I I will get to Heather and Becky in a moment, because I actually really liked Heather and Becky. I actually have a whole prepared statement about Heather and Becky and Ooh. their role to play in this film. But we'll get back to them. I've got to ask the important question, and it's actually going to be a two-party question. Uh, what is our histories with the this film, Fat Albert, and what is our history with the cartoon Fat Albert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese, you go first because you really nailed the Fat Albert impression. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm not going to let you live un- that down for the rest un- of the episode. Un- un- unfortunately, it's going to be a very disappointing sort of history. I've only seen this movie when it came out. And that's it. In the theatre? Yes. <laughs> that's much better than me. What, what, what's your history, Ryan? I s- I've seen it... You know, you know when you're on holidays... You know, from school. Yes. And it's like a Thursday and you're watching TV in the middle of the day, like at three o'clock and there's nothing on, Mm -hmm. but they put things on that they think the kids will be totally down with. This was one of those movies that was on TV and I was totally down with it. Um, What about the cartoon? I haven't watched it. I have not watched See, I, I, it either. I, I told you it would be disappointing. I think know. in Australia it wasn't something that really was prominent for us, at least for our generation too. Maybe for older generations from you know the original time it came, the original time it came out. Well, so I I was laughing at her tears. I shouldn't do that. Sorry. Well, why is she crying? Because her mum wrote her notes. You know the mum we never see. Because she doesn't have a problem, Reese. That's why she's crying. She doesn't, she doesn't have, have a, a problem, but she, I guess Look, her problem she's is crying a, and Oh, well, you can see the scan lines. Yeah, because it's a Philips TV. They yeah. suck, apparently, because in most movies you don't see the scan lines, but in this one you do. So I guess Philips TVs suck. 
Also, Phillips, um, if you're listening to this show, which I imagine you are, uh, subscribe. Just keep in mind that Ryan's the only one that said you sucked. Subscribe, like, comment, share, and also sponsor us. I, I, I will say if, that your TV suck the shiz. And if, all, if we're ever just at buy the, a Phillips TV. Who cares? Yeah. If we're ever at the same party, you can just come for me. <laughs> okay. Why are you? Because I didn't say they sucked. Oh, okay. You just did now. Well, no. Oh, no, he, did, he technically, oh, he technically oh, said they didn't suck. Look, oh. it's Mudfoot. <gasps> it's Mudfoot. My Daniel has a problem. What about you, Bartek? Because I haven't seen the cartoons. They, I don't think there was something prominent here in Australia. Uh, I'm aware of them. I'm aware of the iconic characters. The one with the, the hat that you can't take off. I do believe in our episode of Nothing But Trouble, the digital underground rocked up looking like Fat Albert's gang. I think so, yeah. Um, um, I hadn't seen the movie. I'd seen trailers for it, but I did watch some episodes of the cartoon when I was younger. Oh, really? Yeah. And were they fun? I remember them being fun. They're easy to understand. Bill Cosby would sometimes appear in live action to explain things for you. Ah, so it was very, like, um, talking to the kids, like the f- this film kind of presents it, like very moralistic. Yeah, yeah not talking wholesome. down, but, you know, just... Yeah, just talking to. Hmm, talking to. Being like, hey... Gotta respect your friends. Now, the thing about Rudy is blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, the thing about Rudy is he's Rudy. And in, in uh, recent times, I have seen some clips, you know, from the show and from, you know, Bill Cosby talking about it. And there was this... Because in this movie that starts off, they're playing that game Buck Buck. Yes. There was an there was a live action segment in the show where um, apparently the episode was about a new kid coming to town and like wanting to challenge the kids the junkyard gang to the to a challenge in buck buck mm. and bill cosby had this thing where he was like now dennis he couldn't stand a chance bucking fat albert and it really sounds like he's saying fucking fat albert <laughs> uh, it's bill cosby he could have been saying that. <laughs> um, so you hadn't seen the movie before reese you'd seen it in the cinema what was your cinematic going experience with this did you love it at the time yeah i thought it was all right and why haven't you seen it since then? If you it, hasn't, it, so it, I, it just hasn't been on. Like I haven't seen this movie. Uh, so why didn't you buy it as soon as it came out? On I, I don't know. DVD. I, with it was the... too, I was ten years old. I didn't have any money, Ryan. I'm sorry. You say, Mom, Dad, I want Fat Albert on DVD, and then they buy nothing but trouble instead. And they then they buy nothing a, but trouble they, instead. They probably brought me a bag of salt and vinegar chips. I probably was salty. Yeah, vinegary. <sighs> I knew, thanks, man. No, no, I, I think well, was, was like thanks, thanks for picking up the slack. You could have said Andy, and then he could have said vinegary, and then it could have been a threesome. How, yes. how can you be vinegary? Like, well, look at you. <laughs> oh. Am I vinegary? Oh. Yes, yes, my throwaway statement of look at you Sounds like is you're saying a, a name. genuine. I'm vinegary. Hi, vinegary. Yeah. I, it's vinegary. The thing about vinegary. finally. The thing about Vinigari is he was what we call an Italian mobster. Um, so I had seen the movie a few times. I remember it very fondly. I thought when I was growing up that this film had a lot of uh, artistic flair and merit to it. I thought it was very unique and interesting. I thought the concepts behind the idea of transferring the cartoon characters to live action and having a time limit to their existence in our world was very fascinating. I liked the idea of them being washed out along the way and how they subtly do that with their clothes. And 
they eventually become transparent in one scene and one scene only. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I've always enjoyed this idea. I thought if you have to do... I thought this was a very good way of doing a live-action portrayal of a cartoon while being meta, meta about it. Because mm-hmm. we've done the Scooby-Doo movies, and they're not really meta about the fact that they're live-action versions of the cartoon. They'll do cartoony bullshit, mm. but they aren't meta about it like this film. Like, they're this in, film, Bill Cosby turns world. up. Yeah. Bill Cosby turns up as himself. Yeah. These are characters from the original TV show, which I'll ask the big question. Yes. Yeah. It might be early to ask, but the show that they are in right now, like that episode, Yes. Yeah. is that a rerun? Or is this a new episode of Fat a... Albert and they're still set in the 1960s? Well, one of them calls it a rerun later on. They do? Yeah, when they're on the street. I remember one of them calls it a rerun. Okay. So, how does it work with them not being in it? And, like, if they didn't come back, how would it change this show if it's a rerun? I guess... Like, if it was a new episode, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I I guess it would be kind of like theatre plays. You know, the actors still got to do everything. Mm, 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 okay. I mean, you do kind of have a discrepancy there because, like, obviously the Danielle character was an actress, but then the bully in the junkyard, like, is taking it seriously. Yes, yes. Now, another question to ask is... Fat Albert is... Is a very unique character to... Just say it, he's fat. He's, he's fat. No. I was going to say, the Fat Albert, you know, pantheon of characters are very unique individuals as characters. They are weirdos and freaks and geeks and whatever. And the idea of transferring them into our modern world is very interesting because they're from the past. Mm. Um, do you think that is the biggest strength of the movie? The, the fact that they aren't from Our this time. time period. Yes. It's definitely an interesting element to it, but I am I was kind of surprised by the decision of the film that the adults don't seem to know who Fat Albert are and the Cosby kids are, but then some kids are familiar. One kid. There were two. Oh, uh, no. There was the girl in the park and a little boy. Well, that was the very confusing part. There was a little girl in the park later on who teaches, what's his name? Mushmouth. Mushmouth to speak. But she reacts to him as if she's never met him before. But then by the very end of the scene, yeah. she's like, that's Mushmouth. Mm. Which was very confusing. But then there's a little boy later who's like, hey, it's Fat Albert. And the dad's like, yeah, who's Fat Albert? I'm like, dude, he was a cartoon friend when you were a kid. Like, <laughs> How could you not know who Fat, not Fat Albert is? If this was a universe in which Bill Cosby didn't exist and Fat Albert was still a thing... Mm. Like, you know, I'm like, because Bill Cosby's so, like, you know, for better or for worse now that we know what Bill Cosby's like, it doesn't, what I'm about to say is, Bill Cosby is a big name, like a big comedian, a big black comedian, a big well-known name during this time period, like the early 2000s, and he had done so much beforehand with his Cosby show, and Fat Albert, and stand-up, it's kind of, and movies, it's kind of actually odd to have a grown man who would have grown up during the rise and fall of of Bill Cosby and not know anything about Fat Albert. I know he's white, but come on. Come on. Also, for the one person out there who's confused, we're talking about Bill Cosby the creator, not Bill the Cosby kid. Very different. Yeah, two very different people. 
So, I mean, they are the same person, basically. The end shows us this, but... Yeah, the, based... the deal is that all the all the characters are based off of people that Bill knew as a kid, and one of them is himself. Mm-hmm. And, and or girlfriends or relatives or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The Fat Albert in this movie is... Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to who Fat Albert was. I mean, it was quite a twist. And it I, was quite a hard Hey, I wish this guy turned up more in it. I love this guy. He's always great in everything. Like, Curb Your Enthusiasm and... Uh, Daddy Daycare. Mm, oh, come on. I haven't seen Daddy Daycare in a long time, but Meet the Goldbergs. The Fat Albert. Oh, just the Goldbergs. Uh, Fat Albert, you know. Uh, he really reminds me of... You remember in Baby's Day Out? Yes. You remember in Baby's Day Out, there's that, like, fat guy who calls in, like, a fake sighting of where the baby is? No, and, not really. What happened? And he's sitting on his porch, and he's just wearing a singlet. Oh, yeah! He reminds me of him. <laughs> yeah, that guy, I remember that guy was weird. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy was, like, in The Sopranos or, or like, or in Goodfellas or something, but yeah. I can't remember his motivation, but yeah. There his was motivation was just to be a dick. Yeah. So, Reese. Yes. You have a problem. Do I? Ah, so you're very much like our main character, huh? You're not admitting to your problem. Do, do no, uh, is our new uh, is our new show now Spit and Polish presents solving Reese's problems that he doesn't have, but he actually does have. Watch us do it in under two poly- hours. Oh, my sunglasses are on the floor. That's my problem. Oh, very much like her backpack problem. In okay, case you didn't know, I, I was doing the fingers in the air there because I'm being silly. Air quotes, air quotes or fingering the air, as Reese would say to the kids. Uh, and uh, hang on a minute. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I won't hang on a single minute. Uh, this is a live action cartoon, but it's not really. I love the fact that they still are aware that they're cartoons. Like in a lot of things like this, sometimes they 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 immediately will try and do all these human things, like like oh wear different clothes and all this. But in this, they on purposely don't remove any of their clothes except for because they have cartoon logic. Um, yeah. what's his name? Dumb the, Donald. Dumb Donald. He removes his his famous uh, uh his uh, iconic beanie. Beanie, and that's like a big deal. Is it a beanie? Or is it, it just, is, is a beanie. Is it a mask? It's a balaclava if you it's really want to go there. With, it's a beanie with balaclava eye holes, kind of. Yeah, it's like, you know how... Is it aesthetic? Is, it, is it an aesthetic? Is it, is it meaning anything? It means right? he doesn't have a face. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, um, but like Russell. Russell they, has a face. They use the cartoon logic in this I film... Oh yeah. You mean yeah. the one where the teacher says, "Sure, you could bring random strange I'm men to Ryan, our class." Honestly, this whole scene is pretty great. Like the amount of cameos in this scene, like you got Aaron Carter and Joel Madden from the Good Charlotte. Yeah, sure. I mean, I knew that. Did I, you know that? I, I mean, know. I totally knew it's, that. The like, scene's just gotten better. When I watched this, I totally recognized those cameos by these people that Reese mentioned, and I know who they are. I know Good Charlotte. She's nice lady. And, um, is oh, that him? Yes. Of course it that's is. John, that, that, that's the guy, yeah. Of that's, course it is. That's Maybe. John Madden. I love how uninvested he is, and then he just walks I like how he's wearing a shirt of brass knuckles. <laughs> His shirt is brass oh, knuckles. Uh, no, I was just making that up. They're not. They're just a really weird swing. I guess uh, they're not brass because it's a shirt. I love the teacher. I love all of this, like... Here's something very interesting. They're using laptops. Yes. In the yeah. early to mid 2000s in a public school system 
in America. Like I thought, even for us, I mean, I know it took us a while, but yeah, I didn't know if America. By the time they got up to that. I didn't know if America had them in the early m- early to mid two thousands. But this film shows us they do. It's not that they set this up just so that they can do a technology right. joke. It's, it's because clearly, the American kids all had Apple computers and it's laptops. It's clearly a rich neighborhood. Look at these people. North Philly. Yeah. 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 You know, he's visiting from North Philly. Yeah, you know, this is this is. This is post-Rocky. You know, whenever I see those old Mac computers, oh, not yeah, these Mac, ones, yeah. not these ones, but the desktop ones, I always think of Zoolander. You remember in Zoolander, you've seen Zoolander, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember in Zoolander, it's like the files are on the computer. And then like you try to figure out how you get it out of the computer and, he just, and Hansel decides just to fucking throw it. It's like, that's not how it works. Also, that film also is like, yeah, desktops, if you just destroy the monitor, that destroys the whole computer. Now, for everyone who's watching this film for the first time, you clearly saw that the the boy that Rudy sat next to is really into Rudy. Oh, yeah. From that one scene. I, okay, that is something I love about this movie. In a lot of movies like this, and this will also lead to my weakness of the film, too, because this is a double-edged thing. In a lot of movies we've covered on the show, everyone... In especially in a genre like th- a style yeah, like fish this, fish out of water, kind fish of out of water. Everyone is really mean and rude and cruel to the fish out of water, and the fish out of water will go through an angst crisis about it. But this movie does the opposite. They affect people positively in ways that you didn't even think that was going to be a thing. Like yeah. Rudy sitting next to that well, guy and like inspired first, his fashion. Yeah, first impression is kind of like what you'd expect, but then beyond that. Yeah, so I thought that guy was making fun of him and like, nice clothes, but then he actually meant it. <laughs> and throughout the film, he keeps becoming more and more like Rudy. Yeah. He becomes Rudy. <laughs> By the end credits, he's black, and he's like, whoa, he went full. Uh, he went fully out. He becomes movie Rudy, because the show Rudy was different. What was show Rudy like? The show Rudy was kind of like the, the mean one of the group. Oh, was he? Oh. Yeah. Why is he not mean in this? I don't know, but I think it might have to do with the kid who got left behind, Russell. They always had this kind of vitriolic relationship between the two, and because mm. Russell didn't come out, I guess they got rid of some stuff. Yeah, or guess. maybe Cosby just decided that he needed to be more a gentleman in this day. We age. needed a love interest guy. I was surprised. I thought Bill, the Cosby kid, would have been the one that would have filled that. Sh- that, But he was more the pragmatic one, who was like, no, we've got to go back. Uh, here we are introduced to one of our two main female leads, possibly one that you'd want to be your main character more, but whatever. Uh, the other thing I was going to say was, the double-edged sword aspect of my problem with the movie is, yeah, sure, we have, like, interesting ways people affected, but I- I'm going to say it. I don't know what Bartek and Reese's opinions are. We've done quite a lot of movies now together as a panel. Bartek and I have done over a hundred of these now. I think these are the lamest villains we've ever had on the entire show, to the point in which they detract from the movie itself. Ryan, but what about the conflicts that they bring and that the, the, the main characters struggle through? You mean, hey, do you want to speak to a group of people? Hey, hey, hey I've been doing that the whole movie! <laughs> Or, hey... Well, remember when they confront them in their last scene? Oh, this guy isn't who he is. Get out of my way! Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this guy who none of you know because we're at a public event. Like, this isn't a school. Like, this isn't at school. This is a public event out in the city. You mean the party? No, I'm talking about the racetrack thing oh, at right, the end, yeah, yeah. where he's like, hey, this guy's new, he seems to be. None of these people know who Fred Albert is, so they don't care. If you actually want to see, they just keep going about their day. And also, they wouldn't believe him anyway. So, 
That's my main weaknesses. I think these two guys are the weakest, most pointless antagonists we've had on the show before. Like, not necessarily pointless. Like, oh, you know, you are right. One of them does fist bumping while the other shakes his hand, and he goes, "Come on, learn to shake your hand." And you have this great running scene. I will give you that. This demonstrates a few things that Fat Albert is fast. Mm. And because he, he, he like does the run as it would be animated in the show, yeah, but in real life. That's why they do seamless green screen. <laughs> seamless. I haven't seen green screen this good in a movie we've done on the show since well, the last Keenan movie, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, mm. and that was same year or the year before. I think it was a few years before. A few years because this is the second animated movie he did. Oh yes, I did read that trivia. Because, you know, uh, and off off he goes. He's got a slow start, but the build-up is... Amazing. Well, those titties got to work the, 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 you know, the momentum up. I, I think in the show, the stomach was the thing that gets the most bump. I like to take note of how Reggie's running, like... He's he, also he, running like Fat Albert. <laughs> it is a seamless screen screen you were talking about. No, right? what? That's not it. This is real. Really? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. My, my mistake. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not like the prequels. Look, Reese, we'll tell you when. It's All right, screen. tell me when. Okay, I'll tell you when. It's almost happening. Like, almost, almost, we're almost there, Reese. There. Here. Green screen. <laughs> it was very, very subtle green screen, but it was very subtle. No, I thought this was the green screen. No, Reggie actually fell. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he decided kicking the... The green screen's over at this point, right? You know when you get frustrated in life? Oh, yeah. Reese, yes. you get frustrated all the time on the show because okay. we make fun of your small errors. Small. You... Okay, huge errors. There you go. Uh, you know. he, said er- he said errors, not areas. Areolas. Wait, did you say areas or areas? Errors. Errors. Okay, right. Continue. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> did, did I just go... I was trying to cut your fucking break just now, and you're just like, here, right? Here's a knife. Here's my wrist. Just go at it right now. No, but just continue. Kill was, me. Continue what you were saying. Uh, continue your vision, Ryan. Let's... Did I have a vision? Yes, you always do. Yeah. Come on. I've forgotten. I've also forgotten. <laughs> well, I, I have to... I remember it. <laughs> what, what was he saying, Reese? Reese, you always get frustrated at... Oh, oh, right, yes. You both get frustrated yes. in life, as do I. Do you ever, when you get frustrated, like they do in the movies, kick the ground and the dirt? He didn't kick the ground, though. He just stopped very weirdly. No, 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 no. You missed it. He stopped, and then he turned and kicked the ground. I've done that before. You have done that? Yeah, but um, there was a gutter in the way, so t- I thought I was kicking the ground, but I kicked a gutter instead. <laughs> and you hurt yourself, didn't you? Did the gutter go, like, flying through the air? No, my, my foot went flying through the air. Your foot? Yes. Wait, well, wait, wait. I'm trying to think about this. So the gutter's on the ground, you yes. kicked it, and your foot went back into the air yes. after you kicked the gutter? Yes. Oh, like rebounded. Yeah, rebounded. Oh. That's okay. so, like, so it's like a wobbling back because it hurts. Oh. See, Ren, we were overthinking it. We thought that you, like, your foot detached and flew through the air. <laughs> for, for once, I'm not the one that's overthinking. Yeah. No, you're overkicking. <laughs> All right, it was, a bad, it was a bad day on the track. I'm sorry. Guys, which of these characters are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? Are oh, we? well, if we had a Fat Albert character test, we would know. But I don't have one, and I don't think you have one. No, I don't. But... Well, Bartek mentioned that I'm, like, Weird Harold. And I said, no, he's Bill the Cosby Kid. Really? The the plain one? Yes, Reese is the plain one who gets aggravated the most. 
I think I'm 100% right on this. Yeah, I'd, have to, I'd have to pay more attention to Bill. You, you, Bill Cosby? Yeah. Bill the Cosby. Dude. Bill the Cosby. Well, he's in this movie, he's the one that's the most um, aggressive because he's like, come, come on! And he's the most he's level-headed, and track. I think Reese, out of us... is the most level-headed. He's pretty level-headed, but he gets aggravated, and that's more what makes him a cartoon, in my eyes. Um, personally, I think, Bartek, you would be... Um, I think you would have to be the one that's with the teeth. Bucky. You're Bucky. I'm Bucky. You're the You're weird Bucky. one. The one that in an interview, Bill Cosby, when he was describing all of the people that the Cosby kids were based off of, he just simply said, we knew a kid like Bucky. Yeah. Okay. And that kid was you. <laughs> and, we all know a kid like Bartek. And uh, I don't know. Who am I? You're Weird Harold. I'm just Weird the, Harold? Yeah. The I'm clumsy one? Him? Oh, actually, I'm naturally good at basketball. Because <laughs> I'm black? Are you naturally good at basketball? Yeah, I am. Bartek, I'm naturally good at... I'm naturally good at basketball. Yeah, as we talk to Reese more, I feel like the dumb dumb one is more Reese. So I'm Weird Harold. No. No. No, sorry, sorry. Dumb Donald? Dumb Donald. Dumb Donald. He's literally dumb in his name. Oh, here's the scene. Heather and Becky. Heather and Becky. The cool cheerleaders. We'll figure out who I am. Maybe I'm Heather. And I'm uh, Becky. Can we watch this scene? Look at this guy's <laughs> mouth. He keeps moving the Afro guy. He keeps, like, twitching his mouth throughout this whole scene. Like, he doesn't know what he wants from his own mouth. Like, he just... Look at him go. Like, <laughs> I laugh now. But Heather and Becky, this scene here really, really tricked me. I don't know about you guys, but I thought they're asking her to come to the party. They're like, yeah, we'll have her to the party. I thought, so the whole entire party sequence, when is Heather and Becky going to fuck her over because they've been rude to her in the past mm. in the movie and I thought they're going to do something mean to her like in most movies that we've covered on the show and in most comedies and teen drama teen, yeah, they're teen gonna, things they're going to be like hey guys check out this slideshow and, or, or yeah. they're going to be like you know poor, poor, war, poor bearder or something like cruel humiliating, humiliating. Yeah. but they don't they just genuinely wanted her to come to the party they saw that Fat Albert was kind it took them back for a second because they live in a world of cynical teenagers. Here's a guy who's like, hey, I really want her to get friends. Yeah. Could I- you invite her to the party? And they went, well, whoa, yeah, yeah, we'll invite her. And then naturally got a bitchy voice, but I, I, the film took a left turn. Like, this is another one of these Fat Albert and his crew has affected people in a way that you didn't expect because at first you thought the guy earlier to Rudy was like, nice outfit, and then he starts wearing it. You think these women, these cheerleaders, you think because they're cheerleading popular types that they're going to be the stereotype. Yeah, Fat Albert's like, oh, cheerleaders, they're the popular ones. Like, oh, Fat Albert, you don't know what you're getting into. Yeah, you think he's going to get into, like, a social faux pas. He's going to make her get embarrassed and whatever, but it's actually Reggie that does it. And, well, Reggie's already proved himself to be an asshole. so... And, and it brings kind of new light on that first scene in the movie where they talk to her, to Doris and they're kind of awkward. It's like, oh, they they like they think she's weird and, like, you know, not worth talking to. But, but it's kinda maybe like... it's Doris's fault because Doris is really introverted to the point in which it kind of, you know, we've met people like this maybe in our life, people who are so introverted that you just kind of can't help but give up mm. on trying or you just kind of get frustrated or awkward about trying with them. And I think that's Doris's character, you know? And I feel like Heather and Becky... They actually, maybe in the past, have tried, but they got to this point. But then someone like Fat Albert comes along and it makes them 
you know, reawaken, you know, like, okay. I thought they were going to be mean and cruel, but Fat Albert shows us that, hey, don't judge a book by its cover, you know? Mm. And that's a really sweet message. I, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I thought, wow, what a lovely, lovely message. You know, they're probably my favorite characters on a level because of that, because... In movies that we've done on the show, they're, they're, they're probably ones the ones that took me by the biggest surprise in terms of, you know, first, you know, like, definitely when you get to the... watch movies enough like we do, you kind of figure out the mechanics of things and how characters are going to go and what's going to happen, but Fat Albert constantly kept me guessing. Hmm. They're kind of in the same spectrum as uh, the Nips girl that you like from Snow Day. Yeah, she's very much like the chick from Entourage if, if, in um, Snow Day, yeah. If... If they were in the movie more, I could justify saying... They're that. in, like, three scenes. Yeah, they're pretty much done for now. Yeah, yeah. you see about the party. Well, yeah, because it's one of their parties, yeah. And again, I just want to bring up them again in the party. They 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 are hanging out with, uh, I think it's um, Weird... What's his name? Weird Harold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the tall one. And um, what's his name? Mushmouth. The one with the... the yeah, yeah. Mushmouth. Yeah, suspenders, yeah. And they're doing a knock-knock joke. Yeah. And 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 uh, Doris is like, oh, no, they're making fun of them. And I, I interpret it as, no, they're not. They, they're just as dumb as these two. I think they were both, like, genuinely laughing because they thought, this is silly. <laughs> like, it did seem like they were being bitchy laughter. Also, I think this is Bartek's, one of Bartek's favorite characters in the movie. It feels like one that would be in your peripheral vision of yeah i feel like this would be more of a reese character you know why a reese character you know why your reese would play this character but i thought you would have liked him because he's one of the few if only human characters outside of reggie that acts like a cartoon that's true (laughs) like for no reason especially the montage that comes up it just sort of suits he also got the like fashion guru kind of thing going on yes you're tall yes that's why Do you, Weird Harold, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that doesn't... Clumsy. And clumsy, no, and dumb. Uh, yes. Reese, you're tall. Yes. Do you have to ever go to big and tall shops for things? No. You're not that tall. No, no. No. Now, when you guys go to a shop like this, a, a clothes shop... A 2000s fashion shop, yes. No, no, just a clothes shop. I mean, hey, they're doing a montage. Nobody does a montage like the early 2000s. <laughs> but, uh, in the Munez era. But... All I was going to say was, when you go to a retail, like a clothing store, do the uh, uh, assistants there, as soon as they see you, start to undress you in the middle of the store like they tried to do to Fat Albert here? No, so I guess that could mean... I mean, in in his defense, he was going to try on a blazer. No, no. He was going to take off the sweater. He gave him a free hat, and he just went, hey, how about this blazer here and then he tried to take off his sweater before fat albert said anything so it's kind of like this guy's uh, like, yeah well that's true yeah well maybe he's been asked before to help take off sweaters or something like that yeah but what a weird thing though yeah oh i love how they got a photo oh isn't that cute from the final destination dude what that, that the salesman dude was in the fourth final destination film bartek Reese did his fucking homework for this episode. He knows all the actors. Who's that guy skipping? Which guy skipping? On the left. The one who's doing the best skipping. Well, I don't know. Who did you say it was? It's Frankie Muniz. (gasps) No, you idiot. It's Nelson Mandela. It's Frankie (laughs) Muniz. No, Ryan's right. It's Nelson Mandela. (laughs) You know how Nelson Mandela did the skip for freedom? It's Joseph Coney. Who? Coney 2012. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I forgot about the meme. The meme? He became a meme. It was a campaign. Yeah, but it became a meme. It, no, it became it, a campaign. It no, I know it became a campaign, but it is now a meme in history. Didn't it start out as a meme and then moved into a campaign? No, the guy was no. real. And no. then they book. Do you know anything about it, Cody? So, okay, quick detour. <laughs> Coney, History lesson. Coney 2012 was like, I do believe, a serious campaign about this uh, Coney thing. And then it blew up so huge that the guy who spearheaded the project um, lost his mind and started to Masturbate. walk around in the streets masturbating and screaming. And then Coney lost all credibility as a campaign and now is a meme. Oh, I thought it was just a, like, oh. cash grab. Okay. It possibly was, but no, I thought it was, it went a lot bigger than this guy ever expected it to. Like, it blew up so huge beyond any belief that, and that's what I interpreted as, uh, probably a cash grab too, but he lost his fucking mind and started. I hadn't heard the masturbation. Oh, yeah, there's oh, a yeah. video of it. It's TMZ. fucking hilarious. TMZ showed him, like, he was, like, dancing really idiosyncratically, like, you know. Outside and just... Did South Park make fun of it? Probably. If South Park was around, it made fun of it. So, yes. Okay. So, every time we cut back to the cartoon, we are... Cutting back in the film, that is. Uh, not in life. Uh, in the film, we're cutting back to the show and how uh, Russell is trying to defend the junkyard before the next episode in which they have to do the Buck Buck. Mm. And it would just be him and he would lose. Uh, what is Buck Buck? It's a type of leapfroggy kind of thing. And with we, certain rules. But we never see it played in this movie yeah. properly. And that's upsetting. Apparently, Fat Albert is the king of it, though. Well, well, if he goes on top, then yeah, he would have to be king. Like, now here's here's another thing I'd ask. But yes. like, you've watched the cartoon a bit. Like, we haven't watched it. You've you've watched way more than us by having watched at least one. Yeah. Is Fat Albert in the show one of those um perfect characters? Like, he can run real fast. Well, He's like the best a at Mary buck Sony buck. Kind of thing? Yeah, like, you know, like, he's the the best I can't of the best. I can't remember if he, talent-wise, is the best at everything, but he's definitely the most, like, level-headed one, the one that Confident, gives out the advice self-esteem. that everyone turns to. Like, there's a there's an episode, and I haven't watched this, but I know of this episode where there's um a, a retarded kid in class, and the oh. teacher, like, tells him immediately that this kid is different. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, they... they confidant in a way to a lot of people oh and, and so that's what i was going to bring up we you know it's i think this movie should really be commended on um giving a bit more dimension and weaknesses to albert in the live action movie whilst not sugar like we're not watering it down it's not like at any point fat albert out of character it becomes obsessed with the fact he's fat like it's not like in this universe in the real world they're making fun of him f- for being fat downgrades his self-esteem mm. no it's more he falls in love and his responsibilities are harder now because he doesn't want to go back to the cartoon yeah. world he wants to experience real life With- and he has a existential crisis on a level of kind of realizing you're not real mm-hmm. it's a very adult concept yeah 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 i want to extend that reese it is an adult concept you explained it very well actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't go higher than that. Yeah, adults, cool, yeah. yeah. Adults <laughs> grown cool. up. Grown up. Oh, look at that egg. That egg light. It's a lantern. Could be a salt <laughs> lamp. 
where do you buy those, Reese? At a lantern shop. Uh, specifically a lantern shop? Yeah. Oh, I can't... Are you being the silly one this episode? Buy lanterns at lantern shops. At the lantern shop? Yeah. yeah. At the lantern shop. You've never yeah. been to North Philadelphia? I have not been to North Philly, no. Oh, that's why you don't. I've been to North Philadelphia, but North, not North Philly. Very different. Oh, I see. You see, I visited from North Philadelphia. Yeah. I've, I've North only Philly. heard thing about West Philadelphia. Yep. What's in West Philadelphia? It's where Will Smith was born and raised on a playground uh, and yes. some stuff happened. Um, well, it's when his life got turned upside down, I do believe. I can't remember where It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is set in the Philadelphia area. Probably just bland Philadelphia, you know. Ah, Reese. You know, like it, like bland Melbourne. Is bland Melbourne. Philadelphia. You know, Philadelphia. Well, you just like this, like a centre of Philadelphia, I'm sure. They're, they're, they're in the centre point of Philadelphia. You know how in most cities the um, southern part is where it's shit for most places? Or at least in Australia, it's like... Well, in Melbourne... Well, not really. West, isn't it? Southwest. I thought it was north. Southwest? North was well, fancy. Just, I thought straight up west. Straight up west, probably, west, yeah. That's what they call the western south. Like, that's not where Frankston is, but... Where's Frankston? That's Frankston's south. Frankston's southeast. Yeah, but south. further southeast than where I am. Like, southish. But south can still be pretty shithouse in Melbourne. Not west really. That's where Mentone and Mortialic Mentone, Mortialic, Sandringham. So, guys, if you're listening from not Melbourne, you're going to be really enjoying these references to minor suburbs. Yeah, well, you know, American things talk about American places. Yeah, I'm so like, sick oh, of listening to Americans. Detroit. Oh, that's the worst place. South Detroit. To Washington, D.C. That's where the main... Not to be confused with Washington, Seattle. Or Seattle, Washington. Let's go to Lake Albuquerque. Yeah, I mean, you know... Florida. Where the fuck's Rhode Island? I don't know. Oh, it's next to Washington. Portlandia, what? What's Portlandia? Maine. It's Portland, but oh, it's the okay. Portlandia, the show's set in Portland. Connecticut. Ah, uh, you know, Kansas, where's that? Isn't it in the South? Thanks, Reese, are you American now? Well, you, did, you generally know overtime. Wait, isn't so- Kansas in the middle? I thought Kansas was in the South. Kansas, Wisconsin. Is it Kansas, Wisconsin? Is it, is it in Wisconsin? Is it in Arkansas or something? Kansas you or tell me, America. You know that Florida has a Melbourne? It does? Yeah. Where is it? In Florida. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, where in Florida? Well, Reese, it's in, uh, it's approximately 40 minutes east-west of um, east-west. Miami? West. I don't know. Miami Hotline. Oh, what a great dance move. Now, guys. Yes. Fat Albert, we yes. had to watch it for this show. It's been a while since most of us, and first time, we, if any. Well, not only did we have to watch it for the show, but we had to we watch, we had to watch it to enrich our lives. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, Bartek, what did you think of the movie, and what did you think you were going to get from the movie before you watched it? Like, what was your expectations, your ideas of what it was going to be, and then what did you think of what you got? Well, on my own, I thought that this film would have been, you know, a fun little ride. I had heard online from some uh, internet people that are fans of the Fat Albert show that the movie doesn't really do the show justice and, you know, deviates a lot from what the show does. Um, I also knew that, yeah, this is a mid-2000s adaptation of an older property, so, you know, there might be some more modern-ish elements to it, such as, you know, rap we have here yeah such a mid-2000s thing rap Wap. not a 90s thing well yeah it was a 90s thing as well but it was still fairly popular in the Can you 2000s. imagine if ice T was in this movie he'd be cringing the whole way through wouldn't he he would be fat albert he's not that fat 
No, well, neither's Keenan. Well, he was wearing a fat suit. You know that, right? That's not actually how fat Keenan is, is right? If Ice-T was Fat Albert, it'd be more, like, dr- dramatic and gangster, like if New Jack Ice- City. If Ice-T was watching <laughs> this film right at this scene and he was cringing, people would come up to him and tell him, you're cringing, but they're having fun. So who's the winner? Me. <laughs> Because I get to at least watch Fat Albert, no matter what. <laughs> but they get to be Fat Albert. So, so you had an idea of some things, but what were you actually expecting? Did you think it was going to take this meta turn where they're actually going to be the cartoons from the show coming into the real world? Or you did know you what? think I it was going to be just like a I think Scooby-Doo? I, I think I did hear or remember from trailers way back then that Fat Albert was going to come into the real world. But beyond that, I wasn't sure... Um, at how much of the the meta elements would be in it, so so definitely that took me by surprise. Yeah, like they know they're a show, and they know that there's writers and actors yeah, and, that and animation, and that they're sort of the slaves to whatever the the writers have them do. As Danielle, like the girl that was leaving at the start, she didn't make a point. We have lines here, PayPal. Like, she did say that um, you know she's aware and then she has to play that out again at the end like the episode just continuously yeah. is on a loop she, she does seem a lot different from all the other cartoon characters we see but I could I could buy her being as like one of those actors or actresses that are like really by the books of like guys we have to do this whereas everyone else seems a bit more you know, yeah. she did say she had a cameo role on Looney Tunes mm. and I can't remember something else it is rather weird Scooby-Doo she's the like. only one anyway what do you mean? Well, she was the only one that brought up that they have lands. No, like, they, well, that, they That's they what I'm saying. It it's they like, that it gives her, like, a personality amongst the world of actors. Yeah, I mean, the other characters bring it up throughout the uh, movie. You yeah. know, I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure they're like... like yeah. the, the only thing I'm, like, comparing it to here is, like, the bully in the junkyard and Russell taking it seriously. Yeah. Oh. It's because he's going to get beat up. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're animated or not, you get beat up pretty tough. Pretty tough life. So, and what did you think when you actually watched it? You know, warmed your heart? I loved it, Ryan. And in fact, you know, I, I went out, I, I found YouTube comments. I even read Roger Ebert's review. He, he gave the film two out of four, and he said a lot of nice things about it. The main thing that people take away from the review that is that it's sweet and gentle, just not very compelling. You know, while I'll argue the compelling part, i got to say that sweet and gentle are pretty good words to give this film. If Fat Albert came up to you, you'd describe him as sweet and gentle. That's how you would describe him. And I'm glad Roger Eber got one thing right in his career as a film critic. His whole career. You He's... know, he hated so many great movies because oh, of yes. bullshit reasons. Like, Baby's Day Out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what did he hate it for again? Like The violence. Oh, the violence. Unnecessary. The, the, the whole ad- adult scare of, like, a child, like, an infant... Being in peril. Like death situations. Whereas Siskel was like, wait, this is great. Or like when David Lynch's Blue Velvet came out and it had Isabella Rossellini nude in it and he's like, she's being exploited. And then Isabella Rossellini's like, no, I wasn't. I, I, it was what the script called for. It was perfectly. And, and everyone just read Roger Ebert, your fucking and prissy print. Prissy print. No, we weren't pants. around then, but there was also the whole 1980s, like. What was it? War against women, kind of yeah. thing. With the Friday the Thirteenth film. Yeah. Or war against like teenagers, I think. Yeah, it was. yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. Like, what is the point of life? <laughs> <laughs> this film is teaching you that all that's going to happen is you're going to get killed, and that's it. 
Reese, what's the point of life? According to Fat Albert, what's the point of life? The point of life? According to the Fat Albert movie that we just watched. Other movie. Is to help others when in need. Help others, others when in need. Ah, uh, thought you said help others win in need. When, when in need. When in need. When in need. You're right. That is the message. Oh, this was that was a great line. You you like school on a Sunday. You got no class. <laughs> no class is one of the things that it's like Russell's catchphrase. I think. But that's what Reggie said. I know. Not Reggie. Rudy. 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 Rudy's the, yeah, in the show... There's uh, lots of Russell's, Reggie's, and Rudy's in this. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of Russia's. Uh-oh. Oh, the gang. Uh-oh, and he's the intimidated. Most intimi- the most intimidating... <laughs> <laughs> the most intimidating you ever see Dumb Donald. Oh, come on. We saw him in the uh, Nothing But Trouble movie, played by one of the Digital Underground, I'm pretty sure. I need to rewatch that scene. I'm pretty sure. Because I do remember that being one of the best scenes, of course. Digital Underground? No, always the best thing. Yeah, it's Tupac's first movie. Nothing but trouble. And what a great film! Too bad he wasn't alive to be in Fat Albert, because I really believe if Tupac was alive when Fat Albert came out... He would have played her father. Like, you know how the dad's on a business trip? Yeah. Also, where's the mum? Wasn't she also on a trip? No, she said, dad's on a business trip. I'll be back later tonight. Love, mum. And then we never see the mum ever. Maybe she's just giving the father a booty call. I don't know. And she never... You never see her interact with the Fat Albert characters, so... We well, never see her, full stop. So. Yeah, we never see her interact with her daughters. Yeah. What kind of a mother is that? Uh, a negligent mum who makes their daughter cry corn syrup on their face. You know, that's kind of mum. What I was going to say was, wouldn't it be great if Tupac Shakur was alive and he got to play the, the, the dad? And it's like, you have a cutaway scene of the daughter on the phone. It's like, Dad, where are you? And it just cuts to him and he's like got the like the bandana thing that he had. The backwards bandana, In yeah, a business yeah. meeting. Uh, but he's like still in a full suit, though. Like a necktie and all of that. And he's being interviewed. And he's like in a business meeting with Ice-T, Snoop Dogg. Ice cubes there. Why not? Is uh, he at the head of the table? And and, sh- and and he hangs up the phone and he's like, "Now, who do we hand the rap crown to?" And you just see a little Kanye West on the floor crawling towards <laughs> them, like me, me. And they're like, "Not now, Kanye!" And kicks him, kicks him, and P Diddy's there just being chill. Wouldn't it be more like the Godfather scene where, like, please? No, it's more like Austin Powers when they flip the chair and Will Ferrell goes into the incineration tube, but he's still alive and they shoot him and he's like, I'm still badly burnt. Ah, you shot me. That would be Kanye. And he would be like, I remember this. I'll be egotistical to the day I die. (laughs) And interrupt. And also it's Taylor Swift who shoots him. And he's like, I'll remember this. So he always interrupts her at every Grammy Awards. Since look, Fat Albert is falling in love. What BFF means? Well, yeah, best fat friend. <laughs> that works. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Who's your best fat friend? Ryan Slowinski. <laughs> That's funny because I'm not fat. <laughs> I'm not fat, man. That's... Maybe maybe Bartek is skinny blind. He can't see skinny people. <laughs> I don't All hear he that. Sees... I didn't hear him say blind. I thought he said maybe Bartek skinny. I'm like. <laughs> Alright, like... Not... So I can't be your best fat friend, Ryan. <laughs> You're not my best fat friend. I like you? this guy. 
He was probably one of my favorite characters. Like, I couldn't too. tell if if he was confused or if he was into it. No, I think he knows who Fat Albert is. <laughs> he he was he was a dad when that was on TV. Don't you like that door sign that's now being blocked? That the do not disturb, but it's in like girly cartoon writing. I love the production design of these like kids' bedrooms. They always go over the top. Yeah, so kids' bad. bedrooms never look like this in real life. Like we, teenagers. We talked about that in um, Big Fat Liar and Three Ninjas, right? And Keeping Up with the Steins, uh, Mystery Box episode, because oh, that yeah. kid had like literally everything that kids like. Yeah. Transformers. Like. <laughs> he also had like a Voltron or something like. That. I think Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, Crash Bandicoot was on on the background. It was like everything you want, and you never had all of those things at the same time. Troll 2 also had good production design, like what, every single sports (laughs) team banner or something? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was was like, we don't know where this is set. Just do all of them. (laughs) Um, Okay, Reese. Yes. We've got two main female characters. Yes. Uh, They've both got a problem that needs to be solved. Uh, we've got Doris and we've got... Um, Laurie. 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 Oh, it's fat up calls her. Laurie. Sometimes. Laurie. Uh, sometimes he goes with that. Reese, say it again for a third time's a charm. Laurie. 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 It's like the bad Schwarzenegger impersonation. Hey, hey, hey. Give up. up your weapons. Up and as We did a movie with him last week. Uh, Around the World in 80 Days with Keenan as Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> as a Turkish prince. Yeah, he's his wife every, for every day, basically. Uh, what I was going to say was... Yes. Uh, and Bartek, you can answer this too. Mm-hmm. Our two main female characters... Oh, yeah, they've got a problem. They've got pr- individual problems. Well, Doris doesn't because she says she doesn't. Which one do you relate to the most? Which one do I relate to the most? Yeah. What's Laurie's problem? Her, um... Oh, her uh, parents die. Everyone that she loves leaves Leaves them in some way, and she finds it hard to care. Mm -hmm. Like, to keep going. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and, and, and Reese is now Bartek, so he's going to answer. Oh, sorry, yeah, go on. Well, I asked Reese first, actually. I said, Bartek, <laughs> you can also answer this too if you like. So don't be petty to Reese. Well, you do. Well, hey, Reese. Yes. You're doing good, buddy. Oh, thank you. You're doing fantastic. Fantastic. He's doing good, you know? Let's, 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 let's get. Let's, let's, hey, let's, everyone. Yes. Let's just stop for a moment and give Reese a round of applause. I can't hear you at the back. Yay. Louder! Yay. Louder! Give us five stars. Louder! Um, okay, Reese, answer. What? Your answer? My, oh, yeah, right. Who, whose problem do you identify with? Well, I don't relate to Laurie because I don't really have a lot of love people just simply leaving me. Mm. Like, so I guess... You're the one leaving them. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But I would say I relate to more to um, Laurie. No, Doris. Doris, sorry. Doris. Mm. Whose problem any... is not having any friends. No. <sighs> and not having parents around. Well, she does have parents. Around, they're, I said. They're not in the movie, but... They're never there. That's yeah, the they're never there, but... It's like she cries, you go, oh, this happens regularly. So I guess I could just say I relate to her. Maybe. Doris. Yes, Doris. I say Doris. Do a lot of young black women have the name Doris in the mid-2000s? Do you want me to look it up? No, I just want the audience well, no, Reece, to... since we're experts on this topic, okay, you should just right. give the straight-up answer. I'll give me a straight fa- fact. You're a black woman. Tell me. 
Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's legitimately shocked. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, I am. It's just new ideas coming into my head already. Yeah, femininity is a hard concept. Yeah, very hard. I'm a white male. And it's hard. Anyway. A white straight male. So hard. I'd say no. 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 I would say this would be the uh, this will be just one of the few Dorises. Okay, Bartek. Bartek. Uh, which character do you relate to out of the two female leads? Um, out of the sisters. I suppose I related more to Laurie. Mhm. Mhm. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Why? Because, because she got fed up and in love with her. Oh, and you have uh, that happen to you, yeah. and you're like, God, I hated it when he left me, and I had to fall in love with a TV screen, and to have sexy times, we I had to rub my dick against the screen, and he had to rub his against the screen, and well, the kids Laurie, watching I... it, the kids, well, yeah, but you're a boy, but the kids watching it Ugh. a couple blocks down don't have context for what Fat Albert's doing, well, guys, so... Guys, because Ryan says, so I guess I'm officially a boy now. Imagery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're a girl. I guess now I'm officially a girl then. Because Ryan says so, alright. Mazeltov. Mazeltov. FAB. 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 It's a weird question because they're like, they're not like opposites. They're like two very specific things. Yeah, but they are different and you have to relate to one more than the other. Like, personally, I also related to Laurie. I kind of wished that she <laughs> was the character we were following mm. as the lead. Not saying that Doris wasn't a bad character. I think she's just one of those characters that I find it hard to empathize with as an individual, but also as an audience member in terms of she constantly is um, derailing and halting progress in the movie and that kind of bothers me a lot but that's also a part of her problem is her problem is she doesn't know she has a problem yeah i i don't um i don't hold that against her because it's no. not like she's being mean-spirited about it. no she's, she's not she's not like she's, she's actually being really kind about it yeah. like you know you, the only mean-spirited thing she does is saying oh my bag that's the problem now it's solved go away mm. that's it like she's just really awkward which, you know, I understand why you relate to that, Reese, and I personally relate to Laurie more. There's, you know, I haven't lost people, but there is that sense of, like, in life that I, I have sometimes where it's, uh, it's just hard to have people stay around or, or the idea of having a support network or, like, people there for you. I, mean, I, I guess... And I relate to that more so than uh, kind of Doris's problem, which is like not realizing you have a problem and kind of building upon that and making more problems for yourself because I'm more like Fat Albert, I guess. If I had to choose a character now, I'm Fat Albert because I'm pretty sociable and confident and I can run fast. Yeah. And I go, hey, 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 I mean, every I, time. I, I do have like relatives that live overseas and at times, you know, there, mm. there are long periods of times where I don't see them. So I guess that could be kind of more of a Laurie yeah. thing. But I do, like, I joked about it, but I guess I would see more of like a Doris thing of like, you know, uncertainties about things, you know, not re like wanting to be involved, but then not liking things like parties and stuff like that. You don't like parties. Not a big fan of parties. I, are you sure? We're having a party right now. And it's a lot of fun. There you go, you're liking it then, I. <laughs> well, you know, just some parties I like more than others. Like, the whole kind of, like, big dance party kind of thing is not really my thing. You're not a dancer. Well, Definitely look, not fat it's, out it's more of that I'm not a show-off than... Uh, ah, ah, ah. 
That's why you are Bucky. Well, no, well, Bucky shows off his teeth. But he doesn't like to show off his ass. Well, I mean, there's well, he's, on it. His bum's been wiped off. No, his bum's still there, isn't it? I was it? telling Reese on, on the way here about... Uh, how uh, about you wipe your bum? <laughs> well, I thought that goes without... Do you wipe your bum? No, I just I just leave it there to encrust over itself, and then, I, and then it falls off if I fart hard enough. No, you could have just said you have a bidet, but okay. No, no. I don't have a bidet. What am I? What's a bidet? A bidet is um, a toilet that shoots water onto your sphincter. Oh, like in Japan. Yes. Japan uses them quite a lot. But it's a French word, so it's not Japanese. Quite comfortable. I've never used one. They're quite nice. I imagine it's better than the ones in Japan where it's just a fucking hole in the ground. My my dad's house. <laughs> no, I didn't see any ones like that. Actually, no, I did see it. So sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you could just say I used one. We're not going to judge you. My, I, if you I've used never a used hole one. in the ground. I, I never used one. I used I, the bidets. My dad's house in Poland has a bidet, and every time I go there, I'm like, I'm going to try it once, but I never. I always chicken out. Do you not poo when you're there? Do you on purpose go? Well, they have bit. toilet paper. Yeah, but like, don't isn't it like the bidet is on and it just happens? And oh no, no, it, it's not part of the toilet. It's a separate thing. Oh, you just put it on. Like, I don't no, it's, what's it's happening. in a different spot. Oh, okay. It's like a separate thing. Okay, so they have a toilet and a bidet. Yeah. They don't just have the one. No, the bidet is separate from the toilet. Oh, okay. That's kind of interesting, right? Yeah, it's yeah, not like yeah. you can see why I'm confused, right? It's not like most. Do most people... Don't you just have one? When you just have one? Like, I just use the bidet all the time. Yeah, but you could use another one if you wanted to. Yeah, look, if, if I'm have... not Bartek's dad. I don't have an abundance of toilets, so I just have one. I've got three. It does. There are, like, three in that house. I've got three. <laughs> I've got three. <laughs> Is it a multi-leveled house? Yes. How many levels? Um... So it's a weird kind of... It's... I guess... <laughs> I guess you could say two, but the second one, it's like the stairs go up... There's one room, then the stairs go up, and there's the rest of the house. So, okay, like, okay. Two and a half. Wait, two and a bit. The room is a floor to itself, like... It's like a cupboard? Sort of. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of like you're on your way to the second it's like level, got, but there's the, like a little yeah, room. you got the ground floor, you go up some stairs, and there's a bit of flat, then up more stairs, and mm-hmm. the flat has like one room. Yeah, yeah, no, that counts as two. two. So, so three or two? two? It's two. That's just kind of like a bit of the stairs, like, you know, like, you know. Uh... That's interesting. Three toilets? So, yeah, what, two one... on the bottom, one on the top, or two on the top, one on the bottom? Two on the top, one on the bottom. That makes sense. Yeah, there's, like, one downstairs near, like, the laundry in the garage that's... And that one has a urinal as well. What? <laughs> yeah, that was Wait, weird. hold on. Is that a Polish thing? I don't know. I don't no, think so. No, I don't so. think so, actually. Okay, is that just a... Bartek's dad has a urinal in his house? <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't... What? Yeah, Isn't he the only guy that lives there? No. Okay, there's other guys. There's other I men. Think he's the only guy that lives there. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like, isn't he the only man who lives there? Yeah. But he needs that urinal. <laughs> well, I've met some one of my friends. His dad installed a urinal outside, like 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 okay. in his backyard, like on the wall of the house. That you go down a little alleyway for when you have parties. He's just like, just fucking pee in that. Like people think pissing in the yard's cool. Why don't just actually make a urinal? I respect that, but. Why has your dad got a urinal? <laughs> urinal in a... In, it's one of those small rooms, like... 
like wait how many rooms for toilet and toilet accessories are there now well there's that one on the ground floor it's like a little square room that has a urinal and a toilet okay right there's the one there's the two upstairs one of the two it is a room on its own that you can access from you know outside all the other rooms. does it have a shower and a bath in it yeah yeah okay and then there's another one that's yeah, which, which is toilet en suite to my dad's and his wife's room and is that just a toilet, or is that also a full bathroom? No, that's the biggest one. That has, like, the bath, the toilet, the shower, and the bidet. Wow. This is a pretty impressive house, I have to say. <laughs> I think I'm you know, so you impressed. It, it's pretty it's big. so yeah. ludicrous. <laughs> I'm just looking I'm just looking at my door now in impressive. this room, and knowing around the corner there's a tiny room yeah. with a toilet in it, and going, I've just got that, that thought, that's all. I got a separate room for a shower. Yeah, and you've only got, like, one less human being in this house than that house. <laughs> God. Three people live in that house with three pets. But well, they all need, they a, toi- they the need a toilet each. This isn't, this isn't meet the fuckers. And only one of them gets to use a urinal. Yeah. Out. I mean, the women I mean, could, only one women person would use, use the room at a time, I guess. Women could use a urinal if they really tried. It is fairly high up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to your face, but... You really? know. <laughs> you know when you go into toilets and there's like one lower one for kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah like like Uncle ones. Buck. I've had to use one of them recently. Just as Why? An, it was an emergency. Because his name is Reese. Wait, no, tell me about your toilet emergency well, you where you had to use got, a kid's the... urinal. You got a whole bunch of urinals been taking up and I'm just, I got drunk and I'm just like, fuck it, I'll use it. Even though it's like... You're the low one. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. Where were you? At a club. Uh, no, not at a club. Sorry. Um, Shopping centre. Shopping. Okay, because I was about to say, what club has a urinal for I, a child? I know, I, I, know. I just thought, you weren't at the club. He's like, yeah, I'm not at the club. Doof, 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 doof. How are you, Billy? I'm good. I like parties. Doof, 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 doof. Even More his little glow Billy. Get him ecstasy. Ecstasy. And then, like, Billy's just dropping ecstasy. And he's like, I need to use the toilet. You got to use the little boy urinal because the big boy urinals are too tall. And you don't use the toilet stalls because you know you, Billy. You lock yourself in there, and then I have to come in there, get the manager guy to unlock it, and it's just a whole debacle, and I'm too busy dropping ecstasy at the club. You know? Come on. Poor Billy. So the answer for Bartek was Laurie. For me, Laurie. Well, I I was justifying it being Doris. Okay, Doris. Okay, I'll go again. My answer is Laurie. Uh, uh, Reese's one is Doris, and Bartek's one is his dad has way too many toilets. There's <laughs> way too I much. I guess there's one for every person, but yeah. No. Do you, like, do you like delegate? This there's is yours. two for one because a urinal exists. Well, and that one downstairs is basically like of the most public of them because it's, I don't know. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, so you got one person who gets to use two toilet implements at least because women don't use urinals. Well, there's one person who can make the most of that little room. Yes, there's yeah. one person who can make the most out of all the toilets in the house and the yeah. others can't because they can't use a urinal. And if they do, they have to get one of those pee funnels that women have to get sometimes. Mm. So that's, look, if you're a woman listening to this podcast thinking, what happened to the conversation about Fat Albert? Well, here's what I say. Do you own a pee funnel? Let us know. A what? A pee funnel, you know. Oh, I thought you said something else, sorry. What do you think's going on? I don't know. We're talking about Bartek's dad's many toilets. (laughs) And now back to Fat Albert. Are you disappointed that half the cast leaves the movie? 
I, I, um, I do wish that they could have been around for a bit longer. I mean, at, at least they did have some the development just before they left. And but, but that's a very literal just before. And are you happy with the ones uh, we are left with as characters? The ones that are left behind? At this point, it's just Albert, Rudy, Mushmouth, and Bill, I believe? Yeah, Bill. Yep. So we've lost... Um, uh, Weird Harold. Dumb Donald and Bucky. Bucky. I guess I would have liked to have seen more from Bucky. Because that's you. <laughs> well, according to you. You're the one with the yellow shirt right now. I'm 100% right, by the way. Can you do your Bucky like... Like... Well, that's a visual thing. Oh, right, sorry. Yep. We're on a podcast. <laughs> All right, I'll do the visual. He did it. It was really good. Yeah. I missed it. Hey! <laughs> hey! Great visual gag! Um, so... I've never been to a fair this big. They're always, like, huge in American movies. Like, I've we've, never we've go got, to one. We've got them big here, though. Like, I've know. been to one this big. I don't know. With a Ferris wheel. I guess if you go to, like, uh, Gold Coast, that's where all the big ones are. That's where the biggies are. You go to something like Luna Park, and it's, like, really small and sad looking. Hang on. Earlier, I was saying that on the way here, I was telling Reese about something, but I don't think I finished that. Part. Oh, tell us. Was it about wiping your bum? No. Well, that's how we started on all this. Yeah. Um, no, I was talking... It was related to the paint. I was telling Reese about a scene from the show that I watched on YouTube oh. yesterday. And was it about it, paint? It was a 55-second video of a guy recording their TV watching a scene from Fat Albert. Oh, good. So, you know, high points already. <laughs> the, the video was... was it a 7.20... P quality. You know what? The quality was good enough. It was, you didn't see scan lines or anything. Unlike this movie with Philips TV, which sucks. Philips, you're still my friend. The video was called <laughs> Fat Albert versus Racist Guy. Oh, good. The racist guy in question kind of had like a, you know, beigey tan Nazi looking jacket, but instead of a swastika, it was like two X's on it. And he, okay, was, yeah, he yeah. was doing a very devious racist thing, Ryan, where he had not spray paint, but like. A paintbrush and a, re- a red bucket of paint with red paint. Uh, yeah. And he was painting the words Latino go home on a wall. Ooh. And then it cuts to a shot of his face and he says, Latino go home. And then the canned laughter laughs at what he says. Oh. Which was... Wait, Fat Albert's face? Hmm? Or the Fat Albert's face or the racist? The racist. The racist reads... Oh, so that was the joke. Well, Latinos go home. <laughs> yeah, the canned laughter found it funny. Was it real canned laughter? I'm pretty sure it was, because, like I said, the quality of the video probably didn't have any... Or was it the man recording it laughing? (laughs) (laughs) Whoever was recording it uh, was a whole studio audience laughing. It was Bill Cosby (laughs) recording it. (laughs) Now, the funny thing about Latino go home is that they have to go home. (laughs) And they're Latinos, so it's pretty good. (laughs) Well, no, he wouldn't laugh about it because there was a gap between the words Latino and go. Because later on, when Fat Albert, uh, uh, you know, confronted him, he crossed out Latino and wrote blacks in the gap. So he was thinking ahead. Wait, did Fat Albert write blacks go home? No, the the racist in response to Fat Albert confronting him. Oh, right. Oh, that's actually fucking great. Like, that's actually like he thought ahead on this. Yeah, there was a big gap, because every word was a different line, but there was a gap between the first two words. So, here's a scene in which we meet one of the few people who actually recognise Fat Albert, and is actually worried about the Fat Albert saga. Mm, he's worried about Russell. He's worried about his favourite character, Russell. Was Russell anyone's favourite character? I don't know, he was like uh, a sassy little kid. 
His voice know. was much more sassy in the show than this movie. He's on like this. Was well, he closer to that than what this? Was he like what's his name from Big Fat Liar, Sonic the Hedgehog? Jaleel White. Yeah, was he like Jaleel White? Not as high pitched, I guess. Was he Jaleel White? <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, why isn't Jaleel White in this? Why isn't Jaleel White in anything we do since the first episode? Is that right? Yeah. You should probably do another film. Yeah. What about what about Kel? Okay, you well, guys grew up. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, did you guys, you, we'll go over this, you grew up with Keenan and Kel more than I did, Bartek. I wouldn't say it's a huge part of my identity, but I definitely did watch it a bit. You knew who they were, I did not. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that guy, whatever. Reese, what about you, Keenan and Kel? Uh, they... It wasn't, like, it In didn't make life? an impact, but I'd say I've watched a few episodes. Hmm. I find it really great that Keenan is still around. He's on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he's definitely the more commonly seen one. I think um, Kel went more behind the scenes, I'm pretty sure. Well, probably, because we haven't seen him. Who is your favourite, Keenan or Kel? Well, Keenan was kind of the straight guy, and Kel was the... The, the crazy one. The crazy one. Yeah. So, obviously, Kel's like the more quotable one, but yep. but Keenan did have his moments. It's, it's hard to tell. They're, they're a good duo. Pick. pick? Yeah, pick one. Pick one? Um... You know, maybe we should... No, oh, wait, no, we're talking about Julia White. I was going to say, maybe we should do Good Burger, just to give Kel some... No. No? No. Sorry, Kel. <laughs> Fuck you, Kel. No, who's your favourite? Uh, Keenan or Kel? Look, definitely when I was a kid, I would have said Kel. I'd have to rewatch the show to see if that holds up. Uh, Reese. Yes? Favourite out of Keenan and Kel? I'd say... Uh... It's okay, you can say Bill Cosby. Remember, Keenan was the one that had a job. I like the dad for some reason. That's not one of the options. Oh. It was Keenan <laughs> or Kel. Oh, it was Keenan, okay. I liked... Where are you? <laughs> I liked Kel. Not the mum? <laughs> yeah, what's very funny. I asked my girlfriend this while watching the movie. Uh, she said Kel as well. And I did not know the dynamics of them. I've known them just from their appearances on our show. Yeah. And it seems like Keenan's the dumb one in the movies on the show we've done. Also, I'm doing the stereotype of he's the fat one that usually... In comedy, is the yeah, dumb no, one. Kel is most definitely. Kel's the dumb one, one and yeah. I was shocked to learn that my my <laughs> girlfriend said, "No, I like Kel. He's the wacky one." And I went, "No, do you mean Keenan?" Like I was so like confident. I'm like, "You mean Keenan, right?" No, he was the straight man, and I yeah. went, "No." He's the one that worked at like a bodega, and Kel would always come in and take the orange soda, and he'd have to and like, deal with the boss. She described it to me as Lano and Woodley. Kind of like the Australian comedians, Lane and Woodley, where it's like Lano's the straight man, but he's also a bit of an idiot. That's the best way she could describe it to me. I'm like, okay. While the other one, Woodley, is like really stupid and childlike and whatever, and that's kind of like Kel. I'm like, okay. I didn't think Keenan was right. a serious one. I thought he was like the big, fat, dumb, goofy one that ruins Kel's times out. Like, I, I've always thought, oh yeah, it's Kel working at the Good Burger, and then Keenan comes in, he's like, give me all the burgers, and like grabs his belly and squishes it, being like, feed me now! And he's all like, Kel's like, oh jeez! For the record, I haven't seen Good Burger, but I know that that's not the case. I can't remember someone at Good Burger's their boss. Abe Vigoda's in it. I know Abe Vigoda's in it, but I know he's And I just imagine Abe Vigoda being like, oh boy, these blacks. And that's like <laughs> Abe Vigoda. I'm kidding. Abe Vigoda was fish. He's a nice, he was a nice guy. So he fell in the trash. We've all fallen in trash before. I mean... You have. The hard part's getting up. We're, well, we're watching Fat Hour, don't we? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, because they're the junkyard gang. So. Yeah, yeah, the junkyard gang. Okay, right, right. You know what? It's the uh, easy part. It's the fallen. It's the hard part. That's you know the getting up. That's the hard part. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Roger Ebert. He made a mistake in his review at one point. <gasps> he called him Big Albert. No, 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 no. He said that they entered the portal to the real world from the junkyard. Didn't they? No, yeah, it was on the street. Oh, well, take that, Roger. You, yeah. you hack. We're gonna see that scene sort of again later. Oh, sort of. I oh, I thought you you meant like when they were entering in the real world, not entering from the real world back into the cartoon. Oh no 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 no! When when he's leaving from Danielle to Doris. Okay. Also, if Fat Albert you made me now know had live action elements to it. Did the Fat Albert cartoons ever see and or acknowledge the live action elements, or were they separate? Like it would cut to live action Bill the, Cosby, the... and he'll be like. The thing about Rudy was this. Yeah, yeah. The, the live action segments were directed to the audience. I mean, oh, okay. Like, so... Unless you count, like, in the opening credits, they, like, throw things to Bill Cosby to use. But otherwise, no. Okay, because I was going to say, is, does that make it weird that the, these cartoons had a weird reaction to seeing a live action person? No, I don't think Bill Cosby and the Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids react to each other at all. Really? It's 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 for Bill Cosby to tell the audience what's happening. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's the shiz? What's the shiz? What's the buzz? What's the go? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. All right, enough of that. Oh come Jesus on! Jesus Christ, Reese! You what? superstar or something? What are you, Smash Mouth? No. <laughs> come in here. All right, I'll do a different musical. Getting no. to know you. Oh, piss off. Oh, Where's Willy Wonka? My fist will get to know you in a moment. Fisty Wonka. Oh, come on, you're Bruno. No, it's Willy Fist, and you know it. Willy Fist. That's a great name for a rapper. Willy Fist. Willy Fist. That's a question. Willy Fist. That's actually what his song would be called. (laughs) Willy Fist presents Willy Fist. Question mark. Oh. That also sounds like a question. Like, will he fist? Will he fist? Will he fist? That's what... Sounds yeah. like a double question. Will he fist? Will he fist? Hey, look, that guy's running for Essendon. Now, I got that reference. Sports. I, I understand sports. Reese. Yes? You're an athletic man. Am I? What was the sport of choice for you, or the athletic choice for you? If you are having to do... If you were a sports person, a sportsman, what would you be playing and or doing and or performing? Spectating. No. Boo. Ah. Bad answer. Boo. In fact, we have to start the episode again just because of that answer. I have to work all the way back to when we had a forty-five-minute discussion about Bartek's dad's toilet. All right. If I was to, if I was just the toilet. If I were to do a sport, I would do. (laughs) If he had to. Batten. At least you only have to race for only a couple of seconds. The relay, you mean? Yeah. Just bat. Oh, I thought you meant like baton twirling. Yeah, I don't even that too. Yeah, that's not a sport, is it? Well, well it's an it... athletic thing. It's in the Olympics. It is, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I think you're wrong, man. I think I'm wrong. Too. Wait, no. I think <laughs> I. Uh... Are you Reece, sure Reece, you Reece, know yeah, what you think? Reece, listen, Reese, is it okay to be wrong? Good, good question. I don't know. Well, I thought it was an easy answer of yes. 
I was, justify it being okay. But I was waiting I, for him to answer. I thought, <laughs> wait, he didn't, he didn't ask me. I'm, I'm, a guy, I'm actually going to let the guests speak on their well, own behalf. you were looking at him, but he was thinking very hard. <laughs> to uh, answer... Uh, he was... Reese is thinking so hard about what sports... Reese, in conclusion, it's okay to be confused. So, so you want to be a baton twirler yep, and relay. a relay runner. Alright, I'll say, I'll say both then. I'm yes. surprised you chose relay, because that's got a lot of responsibilities. Well, as long it's... as I'm not anchor, like Doris is in this... Well, you know, Reese, if you want less responsibilities, you can just say 100 metre, because it's still the same amount of distance running, but you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but he wants to grab the baton and swirl Uh, it around and throw it in the air. It's pretty sexy. Well... That's sexist. not what you're doing. That's not what no, but he mixes sexy. he mixes baton twirling so, Reece, and relay. So, you would want to do a a a fusion of relay and baton twirling? Yes, <laughs> running while doing baton twirling. Even though they're like separate things. Yeah, and, yeah. No, no, the wind Reece, will be against no, us. No, Reese, he does it as a water sport. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd fucking watch. So that. I'm trying to. I would watch the I'm fuck try- out of that. How the fuck would I do that? You like, you you you, you run do it really well. You swim. I and swim. twirl it like synchronized dance. No, why don't why don't I do it the other way around? I'm swimming downward, right, and my face facing the ground, and doing like the baton twirlings in the water. So. No, because these spectators can't see that. Well, they can put a camera under the water. No, so. but spectators in the thing won't see it. That's not the on point. the big screen. There's always a big screen. No, but that's not the point of sports. Sometimes just to sit there to watch TV of what's in front yeah, of you. They're like, there at the event, so they can see it with the distance. I guess so, the TV does give you more information. But underwater, though, he's saying like he's going to spin the. Bat- also, spinning a baton underwater isn't funny, fun, or skilled. Yes, it can be actually because you could just twirl it. Like... So, Bartek, you're a sports guy. <laughs> Am I? you got to beat, you gotta beat <laughs> my answer, Bartek. <laughs> what, what, sports, what sports were you interested... Were you ever interested in any sports growing up? I just want to say that when I first saw the coach in this scene, I thought it was Graham Norton. I thought it was Nick Offerman. <laughs> so, we both thought people with beards. So, good on us. But with I, me, I was like, well, the accent's not there. No, it's not. He's not got his flamboyant um, Irish accent. Yeah. Um, I remember in primary school when we did have like you know inter-school sporting leagues. Um, if you didn't choose to do the um, you know regular PE classes, I always went for um, in the warmer months they offered softball, so I did yeah. that, and in the colder months they offered t-ball. T-ball is the kids' version. Yeah, but for some reason that was like the winter version of softball. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why either, but you know, that was... Okay, so you'll be a baseball, softball... Although if if we were talking about like not really school sports, I don't know, probably something that's like vaguely a sport, like you do around a table, like poker or mahjong or something. That's not a sport. That's a game. It's still a sport, it can be. It's not a sport. Any game can be a sport. Oh really? Yes. Monopoly, the sport of champions. Yeah, that can you can watch that, can you? Oh. F- What's your opinion on esports, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yourselves. What so, about League of Legends? So Bardex's the kind of guy who's like, oh, if I was forced to do a sport, darts, like well, some darts. bullshit like that. Well, no, if I had to do something that's actually uh, like, you know, I do like the softball. Team yeah, softball, team. and then if you had to do, and if you had to choose. Poker. I'm okay at poker, I guess. Okay, if I if I'm gonna do that, I'll do fucking bowling at least. At least bowling is more of a sport. You actually do yeah. physical activity. I didn't think of that. I did bowl. I did a bowling league. Or lawn bowls. I like lawn bowls. That's fun. I, I suck soccer. It's hard. 
It's really Lawn bowls hard. is very I used fun. It's to be pretty decent at bowling. It's hard. What's that one? The 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 French bocce. Bocce. I was really good at that. Bocce. Yeah, it's What's one it? where I, I played video game versions of it. Oh, oh, I, I, I fucking loved bocce. I, I had several bocce sets. That's where you have to throw a ball nearest to. A thing, okay, right? so Reese, bocce yes. is when you have a little wooden ball, like a size of like a ping pong ball, yes. I guess, and you have to throw it onto the field or whatever grass your front yard, and you have metal balls. Like little, like size of tennis balls, a bit bigger if anything, and you have to stand at a distance and throw them underarm, underarm throw them and get it as close as possible. So like lawn bowls, but not really throwing, it's not throwing. rolling, not rolling. All right, yeah, throwing. Okay, but underarm, you don't like pitch it like a tennis ball or baseball. Yeah, or obviously, if you hit the wooden ball, obviously it will go somewhere else, and you'd have to count for the distance. Yes. Yeah. So it's like which ones you and you know your bocce balls have a pattern on them engraved on them, so you know whose is who. And I fucking love bocce. Okay, I'm a bocce player now. And if Fat Albert ran up to me when I was playing bocce, said you gotta win this, I would win, even if the other player, like the woman who was running, spent months of her life. Even maybe years getting ready for this event, while the uh, while me, I just decided to do it that day and haven't practiced in months, if not years. I, I I would be fine. And as a question of equivalency for this comparison, so what I mean by that is she's running and Fat Albert is simultaneously running in order to communicate with her. What would Fat Albert be simultaneously doing as he encourages you in bocce? Would he be also playing bocce? No, no, no. He would be, he would just be like throwing his arms, underarm style. Yeah. Just pretending to play. <laughs> yeah, but he's saying it like, like he's getting really impassioned. He's like underarm, like, like pointing at you, like, come on, like Leighton Hewitt style. Come on. So, Ryan, what you were saying about um, the weakest villain that we've had on the show. Oh, look, here they go. Bye. <laughs> and we, so are you and saying the scene that we again. didn't even pay attention to was that what you were talking about? Yeah. And all of their scenes that we didn't pay attention to and never mentioned them. So the fact that they're no longer in the movie after that, you're saying that's a weakness? Yeah. No, yeah. No, the fact they were in the movie is the weakness. Uh-huh. It's a strength now but because Ryan, this where... woman gets fucking death. <laughs> slow reaction. <laughs> where would they get the skateboard from if not for them? No, you got me there. Yeah. Got me there, you know. I mean, it's Chekhov skateboard. You set it up in the first act. It has to be, you know, you have to ride it in the third act and, and jump in the air and grab a hoagie and never eat it because they don't eat either. That's right. Hoagie's a Philadelphia term, isn't it? Yeah. And here's the thing. If they don't eat, do they feel anything? Like, like can you kill Fat Albert or is he too no. much of a cartoon logic? Like, he still feels pain, so yeah, the film's too sweet and gentle to express. This that. action sequence reminds me of one of the opening sequences in uh, Agent Cody Banks. Mm-hmm. When he's a skateboard, he's on the back of a car. It reminds me of that. Like fun, goofy, entertaining. Um, it's really fun time. I like how his belt's white now. Yeah, I didn't notice that. It's a good. Touch. It's because he's faded. Shouldn't it be like grey, darker? Than no, because it was doing that throughout the movie. It should be paler than. No, pale, pale it, black. It was black in the beginning, like... Yes, it and was. And then, shouldn't it be darker than the blue, maybe? I don't know. I'm not an expert on Batuan... Batuanle? <laughs> That's your name. What? 
<laughs> I said baton, but I said and I added a W in there. And then I'm like, it's like Bartek's real name. Bartwomier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's like it. It's not. It's not. Your name's not Batwam. <laughs> Batwam. Yeah. I'm not an expert on Bartek's name or Batwan or Batons. No, he said his own name correctly, and I said yes. <laughs> so now, so now you're the expert. You know. Oh, oh, that's how it works, Bartek. Really? Yeah. That's how expert. That's how an expert works. Everyone, my name's Bartwamie. Now you're experts. Just you. No one else. Well, anyone who listens. Congratulations, yeah, everyone. I have the power to make people experts. Yes. And I have the power to make you a boy or a girl, if I so decide. What am I up to now? You're up to fish? <laughs> Our friend fish, or the species, or what? Ah, uh, the food. Oh. Wait, what? What? Like, well, at least that's I'm, his new gender. At least oh, I'm safe because Ryan doesn't like fish. Glob, glob. You know what this means? He's going to have thousands of offspring. Well, if he's a girl, I guess. Well, no, Reese. The reason why I'm big, Bartek, is because I'm big sleeper, not because of things I do in bed that are but big. He just said you assigned you a new um, gender. Gender. So you're you're a fish now. So you're gonna have thousands and thousands well, of babies. Reese, he yeah. said gender, not sex. No. <laughs> I knew you could do that. I was like, I wanted. I was like, I should say this, but I, I don't want to. I feel like it'd be too mean to poor Reese. It's like setting it. It's like setting a mouse trap, and the mouse trap doesn't fully kill the mouse. It's like they're still squirming but there. And is it crueler to just let them die out slowly, or is it crueler no, just to it, cut their? I, I don't think this counts because we're really talking shit. <laughs> no, it's it's a rat gets caught in a mouse trap, and the rat's slowly dying. It's like, what do we do? Thanks. Hey guys, look! It's I like how Reese just fucking schooled me on mouse traps. Hey, look! It's it's Mudfoot. Again. Mudfoot. Oh, I remember so him from a, the beginning. It's a repeat of the episode of yesterday. Well, it's a rerun. It's a rerun of the same of the same episode. Uh, well, obviously, because it hasn't finished. It hasn't finished. It hasn't finished. Where's the scene with the racist? What racist? We just saw Mudfoot. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, Mudfoot did look a lot sillier in this movie than he does in the show. And his name's Mudfoot. Mudfoot. Okay, that's the racism we got there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reese has reached enlightenment. Is that a form of racism, or is that just like beyond? No, he's realized. Would that mean truth. like I can give like um advice to people like? Well, you are an expert. You did hear my first name. Well, if you ever get stressed, eat an orange. Uh, Could you give it in the style of Fat Albert? If you ever get stressed, no. What is voice? His style. His style, his essence. Well, he teaches us a lesson. I'll, I'll do it. I know what he wants. Okay, 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 I know what he wants. Go, go. I know what he wants from you. Okay. Hey, hey! <laughs> if you ever want to eat an orange, just... <laughs> here's, here's your water. Just drink some. <laughs> Make some blubby noises. Now, this now this scene, I, I, I thought that You mean just, the end? Yeah, the end. <laughs> this scene that is thought, the end? I thought this was really good, what they did. Like, yeah, he's, he's Russell, because he's got a hat, and that's, that's Buck Buck. And then, oh, who's that? That's weird. Oh, the tall guy's the tall guy. And then, oh, could that be? Oh my god, it's the one with the face. Dumb Donald. And then, oh my god, oh, he's rude one. Because he's wearing the hat. And then, oh, the saddest one of them all. Mushmouth is really called in in a in a wheelchair. (laughs) Well, Ryan, because he's got a speech impediment. That's why. Because he had a stroke. Oh no. When he was but like look, a Ryan. Young kid. They look like old men, but they're kind of young at heart. And then she's watching from afar, not engaging with them, and the movie ends well, with she's, them. She's here for silly. her grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I was saying last night. Wouldn't it have been really cute if 
they started doing that shit and then they looked over at her and or no they started doing that shit and then you hear her off screen say hey 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 and then she runs in and actually leads the pack of doing whatever the fuck they were doing and then the movie ends hang on guys i just gotta go to the back of the room to do something oh okay okay go to the back of the room is fat albert what's fat albert saying oh he's saying let go of my legs oh he's looking at me hey hey don't talk to me like that i don't need any help hey Reese isn't a lady. Uh, in He's a proud what? black woman. Oh, sorry, Fat Albert. I gotta come back. My and name is gotta come back. Don't, don't, you're at the back. Don't leave. Oof. Fat Albert, he pointed at me. And now you gotta stay to the end of the credits. And like, look, for, for first this... assistant director, Alex Gaynor. Yeah, he gained, he gained a lot of weight for that. Ah, high five. I was just repeating what you said, but you know. High five, Reese. Uh, okay, I'll take the high five back. Give it back. I thought you were like on the same page as me. No, I was going to say that like he gained a lot of credit from his, you know, because he's in the credits. Oh, okay. High five for that. Yeah. I, like the, I always love it when reversing and redoing has a sucking sound. It's cool. Because it would. Yeah. Do you like sucking sounds? Yes. Well, it's just... Right in your ear. Uh, Reese, why did you do that? No, when I was what speaking you... backwards, that was more subliminal. Reese, you don't me, do that. Why did you do that? I said, why did you do that? I, uh, no, you, before you said why, you said do it. Hey guys, look, Casey Hotchkiss. Better you, better gives kisses. So let's give our reviews and ratings, and then we'll move on to Bartek's uh, comments that he has masked from YouTube. Uh, I'll go straight off the bat first. There was a skateboard technician who's also named Ryan. Good job, good job, good job. That was me, but I didn't. His last name's Do It. Ryan, do it! Uh, best boy grip was Kevin Rambo Fitzgerald. Rambo, you got a great grip. He's the best boy of it. Yeah. So, here's the thing. Fat Albert, the live-action movie from 2004, is a gem. It only has like 4.1 on IMDb, and that's a bloody shame, because yeah. this movie has heart. It is unwavering in its... It's unwavering in its love for the source material, but also knowing that you have to adapt and change things at the same time for a live-action movie. You have to just love Keenan in it. He's so charming and lovable, and you kind of just wish that he had more of a career than what he does now. It's great that he's still doing things. It's just you wish he was more prominent like he was back in the day because he's supremely talented. He is the perfect choice of Fat Albert to the point in which Bill Cosby said to him that he would need two, <laughs> two dicks, dicks because of the amount of women he will have on him after the success of this movie. Not creepy at all, anyway. No, not at all. It was a piece of advice. Yeah, it was genuine. The thing about Keenan is he needs two dicks because of all the ladies he's going to get. Is he still using the two dicks? Yeah. One of them's called Kel. You need to rent one of them. So, yeah, you I mean, got... a message of sharing. Sharing and equality. So, this film has perfect casting. I enjoyed everyone else in their roles. I thought the uh, dynamics of supporting characters was very interesting. You thought they would start off one way, but in fact, they did not. They went in another direction that was satisfying. It wasn't frustrating. It wasn't forced. You just went, okay, wow, that was an interesting way to tackle this. If I had to give this film a rating, which I do... I'd have to give it a hey, hey, out of hey, 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 hey. <coughs> so 50%? Uh, yeah. Oh. Like a very strong 50%. <laughs> uh, not like the weak 50%. <laughs> not like 
No, Bartek, talk me up more. Ryan, look, you can definitely go to the 51. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, out of hey, 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 hey. Give it a go for like 57. Okay. I give it a hey, 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 out of hey, 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 hey. Just a little bit more. Try to go a bit to like 100. Hey, 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 out of hey, hey, hey. Bartek, I'd love to hear from you. Then... Fun fact, Reese has put his face down because he's so embarrassed. Leave me alone. Ryan, you said you'd love to hear from me? I'd love to hear your review and rating. I'm going to do just that. Do it hard. Because there's a guy of director of photography called Igor. Was I was laughing at Lights by BB. Igor. Go on. This film, which features the song Hot Toothpaste, is an amazing... <laughs> Ryan could not drink his water because of that. This film, which features a song called Breathe, Stretch, Shake, is an amazing film. It is a... (laughs) Go on. on. This film, which features a song... (laughs) What? Moody's Mood for Love. I was actually looking to get your shine on, but that's okay. This film, which features the Fat Albert Party theme, Ali D remix, is an amazing film. It is a film that teaches you lessons that seem quite obvious, but sometimes just need to be dropped out into the open for people to understand. Yeah. And it is expressed that way through the use of 1970s to 1980s cartoon characters that delivered said messages or often were involved in such problems where they really needed advice. Mm. This film teaches you that it is okay to be you. Throughout the whole film, you're being accosted accosted by stereotypes and by judgments, and you are basing your ideas of these stereotypes and judgments from other things you've seen, such as, you know, jerks, uh, cheerleaders being bitches, things like that. You're expecting this film to be going down these typical roots which sort of emulate life, but it's showing... Emulate? Yeah. Or emulate? Emulate. I think it's emulate, but I sometimes... Oh, that's all right. I was just like, is that a word? Is he trying to say immunization and emulate? (laughs) No. Immunization, yeah. They try to immunize life, but they do it in a way more real way than you're expecting. You're expecting the stereotypes, but it's giving you the reality. It is a film that teaches you that it's okay to be you, and sometimes you just need friends in order to give you the support that you need. Yeah. Whether they be your friends Ryan and Reese, or they be Fat Albert, or you the listening Dumb people. Donald, Weird Harold... Mushmouth, Bucky, Bucky, Bill, Russell, Bill the Cosby Kid, Bill the Cosby Kid, Bill him. Cosby too. He seems nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think I said them all. Did I say Mushmouth? Yeah. Okay. What about Russell? I said Russell just the, at the end. What about Albert? Mudfoot. Oh, Rudy. I didn't say Rudy. Mudfoot. Mudfoot. Uh, he's not a kid, but sure. Albert. He said Albert. Oh, he said it first. Oh. Go on, Bartek. Sorry, Reese is like, look, 
I get what you're saying. It's all about friendship and love and all that for everyone. But Reese, come on, I man. I didn't say anything about love. Jesus, this wasn't like that. What I'm trying. There to is love in it. I didn't. I but I didn't say that. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Shame. So what I what I said just there before we got a bit confused was you can find support from the people you know or you can find them from cartoon characters, just as this movie depicts. Yeah. I am going to give this film a rating. Ryan, you said earlier that IMDb gave it a 4.1 out of 10. Yeah. I'm going to give it that rating, but just a little change. I'm going to put the put the point right after the one. And oh! And put an S at the end. 41 points out of 10, baby. Oh. Oh, he went very high on this that, one. That was very good. Reese, yes. bring yourself in and Henry. tell the oh, young... Oh, his review yet. No, I have not. Uh, I mean, his review could just be me saying, come on over, and then you read YouTube <laughs> comments, and then he gives a rating. But, Reese, let's hear from you. What is your review and your rating for Fat Albert? <clears throat> now, 2004. Mm. A year full of... Um, Around the World in 80 Days, Eurotrip. Films. And someone declared Million Dollar Baby the best picture of the year. Uh. And they pushed Fat Albert aside. It's a shame, isn't it? This yeah. film had such good heart. I mean, you, have to, you just have to look at the end scene to see how much heart this film has. How much respect they have for the actual real people. How much Bill Cosby had... Um, sort of respect for his real friends. Can I and I can appreciate that. Morgan Freeman, you picked the wrong film. What? He won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, that's right. So Morgan Freeman still picked the wrong And he should have known better. He's God. Yeah. <laughs> A film so sweet. A film so tender. A film so... Gentle. Gentle. And, and a film so... Compelling. Compelling. And they film so sweet. Moving. It, moving. We could go on with adjectives that were... Moist. Moist. <sighs> I don't know how we could explain the last one, but we'll just Smegma. Um, the film's not a homunculus. It's not homunculi. Um, homunculi. <laughs> it's not a monkey. Is it... Let's just say... What is it then, Reese? It's, it's, it... it's, good. it's a good film. We'll just give it five... No, not five. We'll give it six out of ten. Done. Is it emulating anything? <laughs> now, Reese, you said out of ten? Out, out of, of ten. ten. Out of ten. Six out of ten. Yes, it's a good film. Can we talk you up? Because this is all one right. Of the talk, best talk, films. talk me up. This is one of the best films I've made. Now, can we emulate you? Emulate me. Yes. Immunize. Emulate. Oh, emulate. Okay. Me. Here's something. Yes. You're giving a six out of ten, but I think you're forgetting something that makes this a ten out of ten movie. What am I forgetting? Bartek's dad has a ludicrous amount of toilets. All right, we'll up this film. <laughs> by three points. But he has four places he can pee. Four points. So ten that, that's ten? up to ten out of ten. Nailed it. Bartek, what did YouTube have to say about your dad's <laughs> toilets? <laughs> your dad's areas in which he can evacuate his bladder and bowels. What did well, I mean, you'd have to really say? Shit in the I, can't. I mean, you can. But <laughs> you can, but you, you can, shouldn't. Yeah. And my dad's <laughs> a sensible boy. Boy. Girl, well, fine. Excuse whatever. me, I decide the genders on this podcast. <laughs> and don't and forget the ages. And your dad is also a fish, but uh, f- but like an animal, not for food. And a smart fish, like a dolphin. Yeah, that's not a fish, that's a mammal, a mammal, but like... Yeah. 
good try. I mean, <laughs> they're close. They, they look like fish. you know whales. They're mammals too. You know. I'm just uh, gonna sit back in the sharks chair. are fish though. So you got that down. Um, what we, about cows? Cows are related to whales, so they are. Oh. You know that, right? They're very they're genetically. Well, they're mammals, right? Yeah, but they're genetically very close to whales. Did not know that. That's cool. Learned something every day from me. Not Reese though. He thinks he thinks dolphins are fish. Uh, Bartek, why don't you read us some? When he was when he was Flipper, he thought fish. <laughs> he thought that's a fucking fish there. Yeah, I did. Even yeah, though I didn't yeah, review yeah. Flipper. No, but you've you've seen Flipper. Yeah, we all have. Go yeah. on, Bartek. Go YouTube. on, Bartek. I imagine YouTube's a, a anyway, wonderful place. Yeah. The first comment that I gathered is, "OMG, I love this movie." When I have six or seven years, I see this movie every day and every time. Three emojis. Lamau. When I have six or seven years. Yeah, you see this movie every day and every time. Lamau. I don't know what that means. It every- sounds like they've only got six or seven years left, so I see it every day. No, they just watch it every six to seven years. Every six to seven years, they watch it every but day. But when they have it, though. Yeah. When, when I have, have every six to seven years. So in the last, like, you know, five years of their lives, no more Fat Albert. Oh, really? When they have it. Though. Like, yeah. when I have it, the six or seven years, I watch it. Okay, go on. If you think about it, they kind of look like the ones from the cartoon show, like, I am talking the original Fat Albert. Ablat show who agrees <laughs> that they look like the cartoon characters like in the real fat Ablat show and the response is I agree wow because they were asking for someone to agree I I, I didn't notice that I didn't notice it I, I, I didn't notice it like in the movie that they looked like the cartoon characters that they're supposed to be I didn't notice the it fat Ablat show well it's a very good show it's by it's by Brill Cosby so. Bill Cosby yeah Bill Cosby Cosby the next Bing com- Crosby is by Bing Crosby, the actual weird. singer Bing Crosby. The next, weird Harry. The next comment I weird know. Al. Weird Harold. The next comment looks like they learned something. Oh. So what I learned from t- his trailer is black people fall down a lot. Oh, for God's sake. And they don't surf either if you watch Surf Ninjas. I'd like to see Ken Thompson try not to fall down. Personally. I watched this movie, and with my knowledge from the film Surf Ninjas, where they say brothers don't surf, I didn't see any surfing from these brothers. Well, Fact diff- still checks out. It's a different generation, Ryan. Well, those are... <laughs> but they are from the same generation as that cop. The next comment is, I only seen this once. Feel like seeing it again. Running scene was pretty dope. Smiley face. It was dope. Yeah. It was dope. 10 out of 10 dope. All right. 10 out of 10. Hold yourself back, guys, because the next comment has a response is, <gasps> terrible movie. Oh. Oh. The response is, I love it. I'm watching it right now. Lovely. That taught them a lesson. That's a good bit of balance there. The next comment is, I was Lamau when he was like, I'm looking for Bill Cosby. I was also oh. lamowing so hard. Also, that comment's a question. I also what? almost lolled myself. It is a question. Mark, I didn't so. ruffle though about it. Um, go on. I've watched the movie like five times. Oh, it's fine. one of those movies that never get old. I light up when I see that it's on TV. The next Unlike com- them, they wash out every time. The next comment is, do you have can opener? The no. can opener is on the can. Ew! Oh, lol. 
That was an interaction in the movie. Mm. You remember that scene? Yes, where they I discovered do. what ring pools were? And they were like, ew and all. Can you imagine living in a time where ring pools didn't exist? Well, you know, you just... Like, we take that for granted, you know? Well, you just call someone on your phone and say, hey, do you know that ring pools don't exist? And text them and selfies? No, you can't, because you live in a time where that or doesn't exist either. Hover cars? Well, hover cars existed, just the government wouldn't let the us next, have them. The yeah. next comment is in all caps. Oh. It means they're happy. <clears throat> I was in the best moment in my life and the best place to be when I saw this movie. Never, ever will I forget this movie. Less than three exclamation marks. I'm glad they shared the experience with us. <laughs> oh, wait, no they didn't. They just told us that they had a great time. They didn't tell us anything about why it was the best experience. They just said it was. It was Reese when he saw it. The... When he was... When I was like, 10. In 2004 when he saw it. I he was, was like, 10 years old. He was like, I'm gonna wait for YouTube to tell people about my thoughts. 10 years old, bankrupt and a review on my mind. The and next... he had salt and vinegar chips. The next comment is from the account Aaron Frazier. Ooh. The comment is... Instagram at Aaron Frazier. Ooh. And clearly this didn't work because there was another comment by this person that read, follow Weird Harold on Instagram at Aaron Frazier. Did you look him up on Instagram? No, I didn't. <sighs> I didn't want to look up Weird Harold, but I guess I should have because maybe I would have been surprised by not finding Weird Harold. It's just porn. <laughs> <laughs> the next comment is my favourite one. All right. Restrap yourself in. I'm strapped. He's strapped. I'm strapped onto Reese. It's pretty wild. It's a bit bumpy. My class. Oh, Reese put it away. Go on. My class were at camp, and my best bud got homesick and wanted to sleep for ag hold day, whole day. And in the activities, he kept falling asleep. Mm. That night, the whole class watched this movie. Me, and, <laughs> me, and Oliver and percent sixty-seven other kids said the film fucking sucked and was for six-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Did you laugh because you know a guy called Oliver and he would have said that? Yeah. I laughed because the first half had nothing to do with the second half. Well, the, their <laughs> friend missed out on the film that a certain percentage said fucking sucked. Yeah, percent 67 said it. Fuck, fuck you. Right, and your friend Oliver too. And if it's the Oliver that we've had on this show, fuck you, Oliver. Yeah. It fucking rocked. This is awkward. It fucking rocked this film. Go on. Right, it didn't have the rock in it. It would have been great if the rock right. played. You're making me a bit uncomfortable. Let's Reggie. just go with the comments. No. The next comment is showing off their talent. Oh, Ooh. I love talent. It's I make a good impression of him. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it did. I heard it. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It's like Italian in a way. Yeah. Yeah. If Jesus was Italian, yeah. yeah. If Jesus was Fat Albert, he oh, wouldn't no. have weighed... He would have brought the cross down. You know, he kind of was Fat Albert. He helped people with their problems. Did he also emerge out of the TV when my tear hit the remote? Well, what do you think they meant by heaven in the Bible? Well, uh, if he, if, that's what Easter is. Hang on. If Brian had, like, Jesus coming out of his tear, it wouldn't be Jesus. It'd be like Jim Caviezel or something like that. Well, the out. actor playing Yeah, the actor. What if it's a cartoon? Then the cartoon Jesus will so come like out. Jesus It's the one from South Park? Yeah, it's also to say Jesus and Friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> Second last comment. And, yeah, go on. Most critics hated this, but if Bill Cosby, the show's creator, does not only agree to the making of such a movie, but also stars in it, you just can't argue. I can't, man. I mean, I can't. Nor can Bill. 
It's like when he we can't did, argue it's either. like when we did Bewitched and the actor who played Uncle Arthur appeared in the movie. Mmm. Steve Crow. Mmm. Go on. We got one more comment, Ryan. It better be the killer comment. I just want to make a killer comment. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. The comment is... Oh, really shouldn't have read this one last, but okay. This movie made me... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> this... <laughs> I'm guys. fucking keen now. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. My expectations... Just, just read it. My expectations are so high. I usually like to leave sincere things for the end, but okay. I'm so sincerely... Engaged. This movie made me think that it was okay to walk about to groups of black people hanging out on corners in Brooklyn. I got mugged seven times. Why didn't anyone tell me about gangs? <laughs> that was the best comment. Oh, what did you mean? You should have left that for the end. That's the best. That was the I best. I like Will could read that comment pretty well. Well, we've hit the end of the episode. We're now having to leave you for another episode episode you know of fat albert next week we'll cover fat albert again the episode where he goes to jail but this time reese won't cough when he does the hey 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 and that's the only difference (laughs) that was good reese uh no no biotech don't sneeze on reese's moment sorry okay no i sneezed Sorry, that was from me. I, I said sorry. Just said. So, you guys, as always, have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful, superfluous, stupendous listening people. Reese? Yes? You know that superfluous is a good word, right? Almost. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Reese, almost competent. What? Almost competent in this episode. Almost, I was flawless. He was like a diamond. Yeah, you got no flaws. A yeah. diamond in the rough. Uh, Bartek. I enjoyed hosting with you as always, and I. Unlike the other time. <laughs> there's this one time where Bartek just would not shut up about his dad's toilet. Uh, that, that was this episode. Like... Whoa! So you didn't enjoy it. Fourth wall. But you said, as always. So... As always, I hate your dad's toilets and how many he has in comparison to my one lonely toilet. Uh, you've never Come been save there. Ryan. Call, call Reese Bathrooms for Ryan. Reese Toilets is yeah. a real thing. So yeah. what the hell was he saying? He said, come save Ryan. Call Reese Bathroom. I was an ad. I was a funny. Subscribe, <laughs> like, comment, share, Spit and Polish presents. We're everywhere except for Google Play because in Australia, you can't upload onto Google Play Bastards. because we are behind. Oh. Isn't that great? That's not true. We have gay marriage. Now. I blame Malcolm Turnbull, the Prime Minister, <laughs> and you can too. Reese, do you have a band with a page or something? Uh, do you? What? Do you? Yes. What are they? It's called the Scarian people. How do you spell that? E S C A R I O N. E. E. And do you have a band like with an album? Yeah, oh, we've got an EP. An EP? Yeah. What does that stand for? Extended play. And what is what's on it? What's it called? The pinnacle of neglect. <laughs> An unappreciated EP, I feel. Check us out on Spotify and iTunes at And. We're not actually in stores, but you can come and visit me. I've got some copies. And where's your house? Somewhere. So, thank you so much, guys. And until next time. Until next time. Remember to pass the baton to your closest Reese. living relative on the toilet? No, to your closest Reese. To your closest Reese. He's my furthest relative. And. So. Your father? Well, he's on the other side of the world, so... You're talking geographically, but yeah. genetically. Oh, I, genetically, yes, closest. 
But okay. Genetically uh, closest, but geographically first. Okay. Uh, remember to be kind to each other is what I'm trying to stagger through. Yeah, but we're doing specifics. And so next time, just remember to be kind, okay? Yeah. Don't be mean. Like, you know, don't be mean. Don't be mean. Like like this, Reese, you're dumb. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's bad. So could you just feel like the cold wind rushing through between the microphone from Bartek to me? So, we have to do the thing we'd always do with Reese. Yeah, that's what I was going to... Story time. Yeah. One word at a time story. Yeah, and we're going to step up the difficulty this time. We're not allowed to start with Once Upon a Time. (gasps) Okay. Fat. Albert. Was. Very. Very. Unhappy. With. The. Turtle. That. Was. In. His. Cupboard. Because. He. Didn't. Find his favorite crisp. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I mean, he. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. (laughs) His favorite crisp. Because the turtle ate it, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's where you're going with that. Yes. And you had to ruin it by laughing. (laughs) I ruin everything, including Fat Albert's favorite crisp. I was the turtle. Oh! No, the turtle couldn't... No, it was the turtle that was pissed off. He couldn't find his crisp. No, Fat Albert was unhappy. No, no his turtle couldn't find a crisp. No, fat, you, we said Fat no, Albert no, was unhappy no, because he, he couldn't find... No, he said that the turtle was unhappy. That, and, oh, I know, Albert no. was... No, Albert Al- was unhappy because there was a turtle in his cupboard no. and he couldn't find his... Oh, the turtle couldn't find yeah, his... Yeah, the co- turtle Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was unhappy as oh, well. Oh, I, I guess that makes sense. Yes. Ryan, how did you interpret it? The turtle or Fat Albert was unhappy? <laughs> I Who owned the crisp? I thought it was Fat Albert. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess in terms of, like, dangling particles, the turtle was mentioned later. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it's up to you guys to interpret. That's what Reese left you as a present. Didn't we have a turtle as part of a previous improvisation? I think Reese just likes turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I do, actually. Farewell, everyone. Farewell. Turtle!